to Spawncast uh, Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern. Well, 9.03. So, you know, you know how that goes. But I have awful, a couple people awful. here with me. Uh, the usual cast, Max, uh, Dreamcast guy, has now been upgraded to co-host of the Spawncast. Hey, congratulations. Congratulations Rise, to Max. Rising up that ladder. I had to kill Philip, unfortunately, but here we are. <laughs> Made it uh, let's, start, let, let's get into Philip real quick. Talk about him real fast before we start. Uh, Philip, um, if you don't know... Uh, has been uh, called up to, I guess, the the journalistic big leagues, and he's going to be uh, working with IGN now. So he is going to be the Nintendo editor at IGN. You will see him on Nintendo Voice Chat. He told me he will not be on this week's. He will be on the following weeks. And from there, uh, his first episode is going to be him as a guest. And from there, he'll actually be hosting the entire thing. Wow, so, uh, crazy. yeah. Oh yeah. Go, go check them out there. Um, now IGN needs people like Philip. It, it does. Uh, it, it, people were really, uh, uh, there were some people who were kind of, uh, sad about it, frustrated in a corporation. Uh, you need good people in the corporation for it to be good. So I think, uh, Philip going there is, is a big pickup for them. It is, is, is camera quality is superb. And, um, he definitely enjoys the, the, you know, the entire industry and the job and everything. So I think he'll only make them, uh, better. So, Good job, Philip, um, and I will be checking him out, um, and may, and we'll definitely have him back here. Um, he's not just going away from Spawncast. We'll have him as a guest every now and then, but I have a feeling his work uh, schedule is going to get pretty crazy and hectic over there. Oh, hell yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's not going to be something that's going to be like, oh, I'll just, you know, i got to work for a couple hours and I'll come home now. He's going to be there uh, burning the midnight oil probably a couple times, um, but he, mm -hmm. he's excited for it, so we're excited for him. Um, we, all, we have uh, Max joining us tonight as usual as the co-host like i said so uh -huh. welcome Hello, max from my fancy new office you can see my background is completely different now uh my oh, famous yeah that's right you're moved now you moved yes this is the new office and uh i still haven't put up all the final final soundproofing so unfortunately there's a tiny bit of an echo but other than that here we are that's ah, fine it's 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 manageable how's how do you like the new place it is fucking awesome. This house, I was living in a very shitty, I was basically living in the ghetto of Dallas, which I'm fine. I've always lived in rundown stuff, but that house was such a dump. So being evicted, I rented a real house and it's fucking amazing. Do you have a, do you still have a roommate there? Yes, I have uh, two roommates, but it's uh, two, my, two of my best friends are, are military guys and they just rent a giant house uh, and they were like, yeah, you can have the back two rooms to use as an office and a bedroom. And I was like, uh, thank you. That's, I, I still need to get an office, man. I, I'm down here in like the. I mean, I have the whole like basement part to myself, but I need like an office, office. Ah, yeah, man. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. So we also have uh, the guest tonight is Sean RGT85. Sean, how are you doing tonight, man? Doing good, doing good. Uh, glad to be on here. Yes, yes. It was uh, kind of a spur of the moment thing, but you you seem to be uh, uh, pretty pretty flexible with timing and everything. So we do I, appreciate that. I have no life outside of. Oh. That, that sounds like me. Outside of a day job, <laughs> if I'm not at the day job, I'm at home working on something. Dude, I don't even have a day like, job, so imagine what my life's like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I have a, I have a son. I got to keep an eye on, make sure he doesn't go down the stairs or something. But, uh, yep, yep. Uh, Kids love doing that. Yes, yes. Um, but uh, the no basketball game on there tonight, right? No, last night was the game. Oh, okay, very good, very good. Yep, awesome. Uh, and then of course we have Evan. Over yep. there, Kimmer Back this week. Kimmer, did, did your did your account get to 100 subscribers? No, the uh, the art one, nah. The other one, yes. The Kimmerix Games one, yes. I haven't oh. made any videos yet for it, although I have been getting back into the game, so I might make a couple more just to try to get things going there. 
You need to get into making some some videos, man. People are missing you on the channel. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm gonna try a test run this week of a esports news video that would probably drop. Dude, Saturday. You see that, the person was really excited for that possibility. Did you see that on Twitter? Yeah. They it's something I wanted to do. Excited. Oh hell yeah! It's something I wanted to do for a while, but like I just haven't had the time or really the organization for it. But I think this we, week I have yeah. an idea. We talked about that a while ago yeah. when we were out getting food one time when we were like first talking about the channel in general. Uh, one of the the pl the ideas that Evan had was to do kind of like uh, not not really like a sports center, but kind of like that with esports, right? Where it's a show and you get updated on different things yeah. that are and happening in the esports world. We're going to try to do general news because I know there's like the big titles, but there's also more interesting information, I think, about like uh, movements in the industry outside of esports mm -hmm. as they're trying to move into it to make it a real thing so that people get more of an understanding on how it's working out. Yeah. That seems like that could be a pretty cool like weekly type show. Yeah, I'd, I'd watch that. I mean, I've heard a lot of people talking about the fact that they're trying so hard to invent a player unknown battleground league right now because it's just so popular, but they're trying to invent rules and get sponsors. And yeah, so it's really hard to do because the major tournament they did show was just so boring. Like, yep. No yep, one was yep. doing anything and everyone was running away. Like 40% of the entire tournament was just the sky down camera where they just watched dots run around. Yep. And that was it. So <laughs> they were bad. really good dots. Yes, it's really, yeah. really awesome dots. But no, nah, it was weird because uh, last weekend I wasn't here because I was at a wedding party for my cousin and I was just talking there and some guy was like, oh, I work for this company and we just had this big meeting with all like the execs about joining the Overwatch League as like a sponsor. And I was like, it's just oh. so random that it's yeah. like in the middle Philip, of nowhere uh, like that. Philip Tom Zazuski, I'm sorry, Tom Zazuski threw a, a Canadian dollar in the super chat. Thanks, thanks, Philip. Um, we appreciate it. Like I said, these guys don't know that they're a lot of the super chats are getting put to the side for Christmas presents. I, although I already told Sean what his is, so <laughs> Gary, Gary knows what his Christmas present is. It's uh, Star Fox Two. Oh, so yeah, an actual one. Yeah, I'm actually going to use the yeah. Super Nintendo uh, Classic ROM dump. That's um, the good ROM. Yes, it is, and it'll have a battery, so you can save. Ooh. Works perfectly well on the uh, the FX chip. Carts, we got that all it up and running. Does yeah, it works on stunt race, stunt racer effects, man. That's the donor cart. That's, uh, I hate that game, so it's fine. <laughs> well, it turns it turns into Star Fox too, so there you go. Exactly. <laughs> uh, okay, so we, we got the introductions, but there, man, there was all right. So there's a developing story that was taking place, and uh, Max is very caught up on it. So he's going to give us all yes. the backstory, and then we're all going to kind of laugh at NeoGaf. So uh, go go ahead, uh, Max. Okay, so right now, in case you don't know, there's a giant forum where everybody kind of talks insider access in the gaming industry called NeoGAF. Um, this website is kind of a wild west of leaks and weirdness. Well, it's all run by one big guy whose screen name is Evil Lore. He like is the founder of the website. And the way this website really needs to work is it has really tight moderators who make sure that everything's a tight ship. Well, just about two hours ago, every moderator quit this site because allegations came out that he's kind of a horrible scumbag it sounds like uh he got this chick and like invited her to go on like a, a cross state trip down into louisiana for some like big party and then they got drunk and he might have gotten into a shower with her naked against her will and then he made a post on NeoGAF saying like, look, you guys don't know. You're trying to be all judgy. You don't know if this is what women want. Like she was being really flirty with me at the club. So oh, he actually trust posted me. something on NeoGAF about it? Yes, he deleted it incredibly fast and people were re-upping the screenshots. And so I looked at those screenshots and his defense of himself is, is I mean, it's, 
I hate to use the word rapey, but holy shit. I read the story. I read the story and I was like, Ooh, that's not good. (laughs) Like even I was like, Ooh. Ooh, Well, and now, so every, every, all the moderators just quit. And uh, now he officially said a statement coming. So, I mean, clearly even he has to realize that at this point he needs to explain what's going on or that dumpster fire is going down in 24 hours. Yeah. And uh, just in case you're wondering, you can't get to the site because it's being, everyone's quitting all the moderators and some of those mods, believe it or not, some of them were actually pretty cool. I've actually seen them occasionally post in there and keep things under control pretty quick. Um, and uh, it's 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 interesting. Now, I like NeoGAF and I hate NeoGAF at the same time because it's like uh, if you ever go on there, it is like a shotgun spread of games. Like nothing's yeah. organized. It's just everything everywhere. Yeah. But I really liked it because uh, people from the industry, like developers, would post on there. Yeah, tons of breaking news yeah. came out of there. It was beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, they would they would they would talk to the fans and stuff occasionally. But then you also get you know people who are being dumb about everything on there too. Uh, but I liked that you couldn't just sign up with a Gmail, like you need an actual like you need an actual serious email, like a, even a Comcast one or or uh, mm-hmm. anything but a, a Gmail, a fake one that you could just make real quick. So uh, NeoGAF is in some trouble. But what Sean had a, an ex- interesting opinion about the situation. <laughs> I, I, the thing about NeoGAF is like there's good people in there, and those good people can always just relocate to anywhere else. I, I always have avoided NeoGAF like, like the plague. I just, I never liked it. Like, I'm pretty sure that they've talked shit about me and Nintendo enthusiasts on there before, and it's just like it's very. There's a, a lot of the. A lot of the people that do the actual initial posts are very smart people and do very good work. But a lot of the people that are just, you know, average viewers of it and average commenters of it are just like so like cancerous and just like a hive mentality sort of thing. It's just it's just crazy. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it goes downhill pretty quick sometimes in those threads. And the real thing, the crazy thing about that, NeoGAF is a very uh, progressive audience, right? Yes. And, uh, and- like they're you know right they're they're very um yeah 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 uh like they were very against uh Jontron right yeah oh yes, and PewDiePie and they PewDiePie, they right. went real hard on him right they so they're very against that stuff but now the person that owns the site is like like worse than them <laughs> yeah look at your god he's a terrible <laughs> so it's like they yeah. don't know what to do they have like they're making posts that are like hey ban me i don't want to be here anymore like they're just calling yeah. them out and everything and it's like they don't know what to do that place was literally imploding yeah I, it was lagging so bad when i saw it, it going down i just tried to go on there and i never go on neogaf at all the really useful stuff people typically just tweet a direct link and i just yes. read that thread I, i've been to the website like three times and i was like oh I'll, I'll see what's going down at the gaff and i go there and there was like the top topic was called uh, Eternal Darkness Screenshot, and I click it, and it says, okay, quick, before they delete this thread, here's all the evidence, and I'm like, oh my god. Like, this, this fucking- <laughs> right, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, yeah, so NeoGAF right now is being DDoSed. You cannot go there. It seems to just be dead right now, because um, just people do that. I mean, people DDoS Jim Sterling after his Zelda review. What do you think they're going to do to this person? <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's it's to a point now where uh it's it's bad. So I they can relocate though. You're right, Sean. But that that needs organization, and I don't think a lot of these people have that <laughs> yeah, based on like the threads and the posts and everything. But here's the thing: anyone who takes advantage of the situation and go and goes and makes a new NeoGAF, well, you could probably be a business. 
Mm-hmm. So it's um, it's going to be interesting. I don't know what his statement's going to be because it seems like he's already confirmed that he's done what everyone's mad about anyway. So yeah, and those deleted those deleted posts are incredibly incriminating, and they're posted today, and they're very much being like sometimes girls just want you to move on them. Like no, do <laughs> not. Whoa, no. <laughs> oh man, that's uh, that's something. Okay then. Good, good, good. Um, so I guess we got that out of the way. Um, that was, yeah, that just happened like two hours ago, right? Mm-hmm. It's very recent. Yeah. Like it just just happened. So um, that was out of nowhere. And uh, okay, so did you guys? You guys saw the Sean? You saw the the leak, the supposed Xbox original leak, right, of the games? Did you did? Okay, good. Um, but Max has not seen this yet. Not at all, and I'm a huge Xbox collector and lover, so lay it on me. Okay, cool. Um, we have... All right, these are the games that are supposedly uh, have been leaked by someone by the name of Walking Cat. They have several leaks, correct? Uh, their most recent one, I think, was the Surface Laptop before Microsoft even announced it. It was out there with pictures and everything. So when they did announce it, we were all kind of like, yeah, that, that's fine. So they, they had some kind of in at Microsoft, whether they're an employee or a PR person or part of marketing. Um, or they know somebody in there. But the list that they gave us was, the big one is Knights of the Old Republic. So that, that is there. Uh, Ninja Gun in Black. Yes. Um, Red Faction 2. Uh, Prince of Persia, Sands of Time. Grad by the Ghoulies. Psychonauts. That's part of it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dead to Rights, Crimson Skies, Fusion Frenzy, Sid Meier Pirates, and uh, Blood Rain, and then King of Fighters, Neowave. Hmm. Um, so the list is, it's pretty good overall, I think, for a first wave. That's not like every Xbox game that's going to it. That's the the first, like, here's Xbox original backwards compatibility. You can buy any of these games on the shop, and then uh, every other week we'll put more out. But that's the initial mm-hmm. wave. Now, uh, Max, what are your first impressions of that? Extremely good, but also so random. Like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> I'm a huge Xbox collector. I mean, I literally have hundreds of games, and it, that sounds like if I just grabbed a fistful out of a box and just went, okay, cool, King of Fighters and Grab by the Ghoulies. Like, well, they don't, they don't need Halo because Halo is already on the system with yeah. Master Chief Collection. Um, I think I think Knights of the Republic is a good one to tackle because it has technical issues on the Xbox and the, even the PC. Yeah. There is no good working version of Knights of the Old Republic right now. Um, yeah. Ninja Gaiden Black, though, that's an interesting one. Yeah, oh my god, I was so obsessed with that game when it came out. I played it so that was like the first time there was a game that was like famously hard for me and my friends. So we really sat down and I remember my friend bet me a hundred dollars. I couldn't beat one of the last bosses, Dooku. He bet me a hundred dollars. I couldn't beat him in a hundred tries. And I sat there for two hours trying to just beat Dooku and I lost. And I was like, give me the hundred dollars, please, bro. Just, <laughs> Oh man. Um, Sean, what, what are your thoughts on this list, man? Random but good. Um, okay. I think yeah, because you, you would be you would be like the perfect like audience member for this, right? Because you like uh, like more of the um, the retro stuff. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I, I think it's I think it's good. Um, I like I said something like Dead to Rights. Um, extremely random. It was definitely a product of the time. A game that I probably ha- that has not held up well. Um, I haven't played it in a while, but for the most part, yeah, very good. Um, Crimson Skies, though, like we were kind of talking about before we went on air, definitely needs that online multiplayer um, because that was yeah. like that was the whole point of the game. So hopefully they're going to include that um, in that, and then that'll actually make it you know pretty unique. I think. Mm-hmm. That'd be really cool, though, if they did, if they made everything work online. Um, oh, Sean, have you, have you got the uh, Master Chief collection for your Xbox yet? 
I don't. Oh, that's a good that's a good one to go check out. I'm telling you, it has all the Halo yeah. games on it, and they're putting a patch out sometime in 2018 that will actually fix a lot of the issues as well. All right, cool. So I would look into that. If it, I don't know if you played a lot of the Halo games back in the day. Yeah, Halo Two was like crack cocaine to me. Yeah, did did you see Master Chief Collection? They redid everything, so it looks all brand new. Yeah, really. Oh, oh doesn't, yeah. it doesn't it have like you could switch the graphics? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. and you yeah. can play online with it. Ooh. Yeah, yeah, dude, you can play everything online with it. So it's uh, it's it's really fun. It was broken when it first came out. You couldn't find any matches or anything, but it's better now. Like I play Halo Three and I get into a match in like a few minutes. Before yeah. it would be every half hour I'd get a match. Oh wow. <laughs> um. I- yeah, I was so hyped for that. I actually, you can say I have the Master Chief Collection Xbox One. I was so hyped of being like, "Yes, Master Chief, come to me, my did papa." You, did you just you got the entire Xbox for it? Yes, I got the Master wow. Chief Xbox One edition where it like came in like it'll be perfect on day one, which turned out to be a lie, but I'm still happy. Was that the um? Was that when you first got your Xbox One? Was with that game? Yeah. Yes. Wow. Yeah, that was like that was like the day of like I was pretty on the fence. Like you know, the Xbox One, I've got a PlayStation Four, and they were like, "Here's every Halo game." I was like, "And my credit card number is." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I, I do like that they redid the Halo Two single player to, or yeah, the entire campaign. That was pretty cool. Yeah. But what's really cool, Sean, if you do end up getting it, they have a mode where it will literally pick between Halo One, Two, Three, or Four. I think. Yeah. So yeah. it'll pick a game and then it'll pick a game type from that game. So you can jump into this game uh, lobby, this matchmaking, and it will basically throw any one of the four halos at you. And then it picks a game type from that halo. Oh, really? That's pretty dope. It's pretty neat. Yeah. I I like doing Slayer where you vote on it, where it'll say like, okay, do you want to do this map in Halo 3 rules or do you want to do this map in Halo 2 rules or this map in Halo 4 rules? And so basically everybody votes on basically what, what game they want to play for that round. Yeah, I think it's like I think GameStop sells it for like twenty or twenty-five bucks. Super worth the money. It's great. Yeah, it's, it's like thirty yeah. bucks at Best Buy. Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> that works too. That works too. Awesome. But, but then again, I have a lot of games coming out that I need to yes. buy. Yes, there there are a lot of games coming up for everything, including that man. The Switch has that one week. There's so I don't know if you've been keeping an eye on this, Max, um, as much as others have. I know Sean is is like keeping a, a big eye on, on the switch in November. There is this week in November that is oh, yeah. like $300 week for, for switch games. Um, <laughs> just from retail alone. Um, I, I have to look it up again, but I know some of the big ones are in LA noir, uh, doom and then Skyrim in that, in that one week. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and then there's eShop games coming out as well. I, th- I th- think there's, so my list right now is <laughs> you have a list. Uh, I have a list. So Doom, I already bought. Um, Doom, wow. I'm picking up at my Best Buy the day it comes out. Um, I'm I'm gonna get Sonic Forces just out of morbid That's curiosity. That's what I was about. Yeah. Um, I, I sent my email. I hope to get that early. Skyrim, La Noir, um, and then for the rest of November, there's Resident Evil, the Rebel, the Revelations Collection. Yep. I mean, I have to have that when they threw in those new mini games. I was like, oh, my God. Um, and then uh, Gear Club, which I'm keeping a close eye on. I think mm-hmm. I want it because I, I enjoy racing games, and it looks pretty decent. And it seems like they've actually put a good amount of effort into it from what they've been uh, talking about. And then I think there's, like, one more. Uh, I, did you play Did you play Rhyme? Rhyme, no, Rhyme is another one. Damn it, I forgot about Rhyme. I have it on, I have it on, I have it on the PS4. I, was, I played it already, and Evan actually already beat it. Too. Yeah, beat it on PC. Yeah. It was a great, great game. It's just, it's just like with the Switch, it's just I, I, I prefer playing my games on it now. It's like I hate when I'm playing like my Xbox One or PS4, and I'm just like, 
I'm stuck to the TV. It's like, get this out of here. Get this away from well, me. You just, you just like the freedom. I, yeah, I, like well, the freedom. I, I, I personally like that. I, I like coming into my like office and sitting down at the desk and playing games. And I feel like when I leave it, I, I, I still love playing my Switch. I've been playing a lot of Golf Story on handheld mode. That but game I, is I, awesome, isn't it? I told you. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Thank you. I 100% have it because of you. And, and man, it's, I don't know. I thought like they're different experiences. But I feel like for the most part, I love like sitting down and playing Fortnite for hours like on a TV. Yeah. Oh, and uh, the Batman Telltale game is no. Oh, yeah, you didn't play that yet, did you? Did you play it already or no? I don't like Telltale. I hate. It, Telltale. It's more like I like Batman a lot. It's more like um, it's a whole other story to kind of watch, and then you interact at times. Like I, Evan, Evan really liked the the Wolf Among Us. I still like it at the beginning, that's but game. that's a good game, Wolf Among it, Us. It just started feeling weird over time because it didn't feel as interactive. It just felt like I was experiencing a movie as long as I got to the next part to watch the movie. Ooh. The, the biggest problem with all the freaking uh, Telltale games is they start out with a team of like 35 working on it, and then as, if it doesn't sell exceedingly well, they slowly move people to other projects. So because of it, as the episodes go on, they start having less voice acting and more like scenes of people just walking for two minutes straight and stuff because they have less employees working on it. So it definitely has that thing of like no climax ever feels really great. I mean, I bought the first episode of the Batman one on uh, PS4, and it's just like, I want to like the games. I think the art style is really good. I think they do a good job with the writing and the voice acting. It's just, there's not enough game in it for me. It's like, let me yeah. do something. Like, Jesus Christ, you have Batman. Batman is not, I mean, yes, there's great story in Batman, but Batman is definitely 50-50. Probably, I'm going to say 70-30 action versus story. I mean, yeah, yes. you want... Do you want more action like closer to the Arkham games or do you just want more like solving to do? Because usually in these types of games, it's like point and click discovering of what you have to do next. Right. And I like that. I like this, the puzzle, the puzzle stuff and that sort of stuff. I just feel like they could include a little bit more action. And it doesn't even have to be like, you know, as as refined as Arkham or anything, but just some sort of like that's why I like the Wolf Among Us, because I felt it had a good blend of, you know, stuff to actually do and stuff that felt interactive versus the story and the atmosphere and the environment. Like that was a fantastic game. But I don't know. I just I just felt and it to me, Telltale games are just like insert franchise, same exact thing. Yeah. Insert franchise, yeah, same exact thing. Like, like, damn, man, throwing some variety. So we have, uh, yeah, all of those are coming out on the Switch. I need to pull up the what's coming out for PS4 and Xbox One. Max, do you have any off the top of your head that you're reviewing that month? Uh, yeah, are we talking about uh, November? November, yeah. Um, we got the .hack GU Last yes, Recode, yes, which is the yes. collection. I should remember uh, that. I'm the one who was like, yo, Max, look at this. Yep, and then uh, <laughs> same day, we're also getting Call of Duty World War II. Uh, of course, we get Sonic Force on the 7th. Uh, we're getting the release of the Xbox One X also on the 7th, which will be an interesting day. Are you buying that? I keep forgetting uh, that. I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to because I don't have a 4K TV, so I, I think it'd be interesting to review it as somebody with what I consider a normal standard TV. Um, like I just have a, a 1080p TV, so I might do like a, a broke-ass review of it. Uh, and then also November, we're getting Need for Speed Payback, Star Wars Battlefront 2, uh, and I think that's it for November, but or the of the Xbox and PS4 stuff. There's a ton of stuff coming out on the... Man, the 14th is packed. They have a yeah. lot of stuff on. There's some Bioshock 10th Anniversary Edition coming out. Yeah. Cat What's Quest. I, Evan, you looked at Cat Quest. Remember that? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Like no, the game actually was... 
the, that game, it's it's called Cat Quest, but actually look at it. It's actually kind of cool looking. Yeah, I know, I know. We were looking at that. We're like, this looks neat. Is it? That's not on, I guess that's out on PC the same day, maybe. It's actually Possibly. like an old school RPG with like cats. <laughs> it's kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. It has a live combat and an overworld map that involves like distancing and angular attacks. It's really cool. Oh, and that's right. Good, the Sims 4 good. is coming out also. I forgot about that. Uh, I'm just looking to see if there's anything big or massive after that. Because once you get into December, I know we have... Oh, Okami's coming. That's right. That's in, that's in December also. Oh, yeah. Because um, I know once we get into December, it's going to be mostly... Z- everyone's be talking about Xenoblade. And then we get into the next year with Nino Kuni 2 and Lost Speed and Lost Rock- World. So. Rocket, Rocket League Switch? That's going to be... Still, we, we have no idea when that's coming out. Isn't that crazy? No, it's coming out in December. Is it? I'm 99% sure. I don't think we have a release date for it yet. No, I'm just um, uh, you could Nintendo just posted an image and it was like holiday 2017 for Rocket League. Why do I say? Hmm. Oh, yeah, it is holiday 2017. Well, I mean, if it says 2017, it's got to be December. Right? I think they're, December. They can't put that out in November, can they? No, I, I think that's yeah. like the payday thing. I think payday will end up in December or January as well. Yeah, I can see payday too falling to uh, next year. It's just November is just too crowded, man. There's just so much stuff. It's so November. dumb. It's a, and I mean, you know, there's going to be one game that's going to be a big casualty. And I, oh, I, gosh, I, I forgot Siberia came out. I don't oh, know yeah. which, which game is going to be the casualty, though. But one one game, I think all the games are going to sell really well, except for one game, as far as the Switch stuff goes. Like, and when I say the games, I mean like you know, it's shit like Doom and La Noir and uh, all that. I think I think, think one of them is going to suffer. I it's going to be interesting. Have to. I, it's going to be really, interesting to see the spread because one might not suffer, but like a bunch might just be lower, and it might be kind of yeah. like a mark up to the one game that's really good, and we'll get a really good idea on the community that's on the Switch right now in that instance. I think I, Doom I, is going to do the best. No, really, I'm thinking of Skyrim. Yeah, I got to take that back because of the Zelda shit. I, yes. that, I mean, like I, uh, that's why I want it. It's like, you bastards, why would you do this? <laughs> well, see, I, so my thing is, I don't give a shit about the Zelda stuff, but I'm a humongous, ultra diehard Skyrim fan, so I'm gonna be buying it for a fifth time. Like, it's it's, it's so gotta be cool. appealing to you because it's it's portable. Yeah, that's so cool. Of like, I've I've beaten Skyrim so many times. I've done so many complete master files while I beat every single mission, and but still, like now I can pick it up and actually, uh, while I'm stuck at a convention and bored, it, like in the middle of the night, yeah, let's boot up Skyrim. Yeah, it's gonna be very interesting. It's gonna feel surreal to have that game portably. I have the GPD Win, and it works, but it barely works. Like it's like oh, 720p yeah. ultra low settings. It runs, but not like how like I look at the Switch version and I'm like that looks very similar to the PS4 and the Xbox One version when it's in handheld mode when I was looking at some of the gameplay. Like, Philip put up his gameplay, and I was like, wow, that looks like it has some of the same special edition-like features and everything. Mm -hmm. Uh, Of course, we still don't even have, like, direct feed of that game, which is is still crazy. Uh, We have a lot of off-camera stuff, or or camera off-screen stuff. And that is weird, because NBA 2K18 was the exact same way. And I remember, like, in the weeks... And like, cause all they showed was um, that one little bit um, during the Nintendo Direct, and then everything else was off camera. And so people were like nervous as hell that it was going to be like shitty looking. And I'm like, nah, I don't know, man. I, from what I've seen, it looks pretty good as someone who's played the game to death. And then when I finally got it, I was like, holy shit, how do they do this? Yeah, they just cut the frame right down, right? It looks almost exactly the same otherwise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks it looks phenomenal. Like, it's, it's mind-blowing how good it looks. Um, and I think the WWE 2K18, uh, my buddy Wood uh, from Beat'em-Ups, he's like, it's going to be shit, mate. And I'm like, why? They haven't shown anything. I was like, they did the same thing with 2K18 have you, have WWE. You seen, have you seen the game as it is now? 
Oh man, is it bad? Yeah, <laughs> it is one I, of the funniest things to watch. It, I mean, that that <laughs> series is just it, once they went to that yearly formula, it, it's just it started getting stagnant, and then you know you can only do so much. It's like they just need to yeah. cut back on a lot of shit. There was a yeah, yeah they they they're using a new engine, but it's so broken because this and it's almost like uh like EA trying to use Frostbite and Mass Effect, it just doesn't work. Like right. you have, uh, like there was that that uh, that image going around. It was like a little video on Twitter I, that I know everyone has seen, where like a, a table put John Cena in like an ankle lock. <laughs> what? <laughs> you didn't see so it was it was couch. the couch. Leave the couches yeah. area. And uh, they have like stuff where people are going like insane. Like they're like the bodies are like ragdolling all over the place. They're going through objects. Like they're going like somebody. I mean, Posted an image or a pic, a video of them in like a steel cage match, and the idea is to get outside of the cage. Um, yeah. and they just fell through the wall and won. <laughs> wow, good. Break the world to win. It's it's broken as it is on the PS4 and the Xbox One. I understand why it's not on the Switch yet. <laughs> it's not I mean, good. Yeah, I mean, I still want it though. This is a portable wrestling game. It's like no, eh, I get it. I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll find some enjoyment out of it, but it's definitely it's definitely lower on my. Yeah, but list. I think they said it was only going to be six people in the ring at once um, on the Switch. I think that was one limitation they said, but that was about it. I mean, it's probably for the better. I, I've played as, yeah. as someone who's played this. I mean, the problem is when you start incorporating like the ladders and tables. And you in the multiple player matches, everything goes to shit. I, I mean, used to play like no more mercy objects and <laughs> slamming into each other. Yeah, I used like, to play No Mercy, and I used to play uh, Here Comes the Pain on on the PS2. One of my favorite games, actually. Those, and that those one. are like two of the best of all oh, time. Okay, there you, you go. Been, you've been very lucky, but like these <laughs> these newer ones. I mean, like that shit you're describing. I I've seen that since WWE 2K13. Like, oh man. If, like I remember, I remember specifically like doing a match, and John Morrison was in the match, so that really dates it. It had to wow, be like yeah, you know, thirteen or fourteen. I remember him from way back when. Yeah, and like he got a ladder like stuck around his neck, and like his neck just stretched across the screen, and then it came back, <laughs> and it just kept doing that. And me and my friend were like, "What? What's going on?" Oh, it's just man. like, it's just been a buggy mess forever and it, it always just gets a pass and i'm like what is what is wrong with you people it's because it's, it's the only it's the only show in town right that's it yeah yeah it's what happens well, with the madden yeah that's the way it goes you know you, you all you gotta do is pay enough money and you get rid of the competition i hate those licensing deals by the way uh, i do not like those there's no competition then oh man uh let's see well, we did uh, we did talk a little bit of there, but we didn't um, talk about uh, Visceral shutting down. And this was uh, a hot topic this past week. Hot yeah. topic. Um, people were not happy. EA is all over the place on this thing because I've seen so many quotes from other people. Um, uh, who you call it? Jason Schrerier from Kotaku said it wasn't because it was single player. Apparently the game was a mess, which... Uh, we haven't seen any footage of it, so I can't tell you one way or the yeah, other. Um, there, yeah. It's telling that we haven't seen any footage of it. <laughs> it maybe it was a mess. Um, yeah. But they went very far with it. They did not like what Visceral was doing with the game to the point that they are willing to shut the entire studio down. <laughs> Which I, is insane because it's been they've been around since 1998. Yeah. And I, I played some of their earliest stuff. And also, 
I hate when stuff like that happens because we've seen games that had really bad core pieces of them that they end up managing to rework and they become awesome. Like, I don't know if y'all have ever seen the alpha version of Borderlands, but it is the most generic brown shitty space shooter you have ever seen in your life and they were like mostly done with it and the last minute they're like "Mm, it's missing something and they brought in like another team to try and spruce it up and that's when they came up with more jokes the cel-shaded art style really cranking up the shoot and loot aspect of it and now it's like a very famous franchise it's like this probably was salvageable i hate that they just came in and went nope you're all fired bye yeah it was like they were so mad about it uh that they got rid of them almost like it would go against their core business uh, uh, really plan right now, which is uh, microtransactions. And yeah. uh, it, 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 right, the way that they worded it changes yeah. in the marketplace, right? Uh, uh, all this stuff. It sounds like the, uh, uh, Amy Hennig and um, the, the group, they were like, let's make an uncharted Star Wars. That's yes. what it sounds like they're making. And right? <laughs> like, I, yes. when I heard that, I, mean, I was like, which- well, before be we it. even saw, because we've only seen like 15 seconds of gameplay, but even before we heard that, as soon as it was Amy Hinning, one of the masterminds behind Uncharted, is going into the Star Wars universe with full freedom, I was like, yes, already. You could make an $80 special edition, and I'd still pre-order it. Leo said there was a leaked opening for, what is that, SMO on NeoGAF? Uh, on a, people are spamming in chat that somebody somebody's leaking uh, all of Super Mario Odyssey uh, right now, actually. Oh, man. Yep, really? So, yeah. And, and, did, did you see... It's, there's it's a tw- stupid as shit because all it's doing is making Nintendo do what they're doing and not. Yes, yes. I haven't talked yeah. about this a lot, but this this um, podcast isn't posted to YouTube. It's posted to the pa- Patreon and uh, uh, podcast. So I don't or was that SoundCloud, Evan? SoundCloud, and iTunes. iTunes. I, yes. linked that up. I, don't, I don't mind. I haven't talked about this publicly on YouTube, and I haven't talked about it publicly on Twitter because I'm like Nintendo's handling their business, but it, they're not going to really hear any of this, so I don't, <laughs> I don't care as yeah. much. Um, yeah, there is some bad stuff. We'll, we'll get back to Visceral in a second, but because this is all happening and people are mad on NeoGAF, so they're just leaking stuff and all everything. Um, so people in Europe have uh, Super Mario Odyssey already, um, right? They Everyone, people are posting pictures of it, uh, ambassadors there. Uh, and then I'm hearing from people in the chat right now that it was leaked in China and Taiwan already. Um, probably, again, you know, ambassadors and stuff. And the way that they decided to rectify it was to stop. Nintendo of America put their foot down hard because it was Mario and Luigi uh, Superstar Saga got leaked, right? Am I thinking right? Yes. 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 So they put their foot down hard by essentially sending us Mario Odyssey on the day it comes out, which I'm still happy that they're sending it to us, but it's like... uh, it's very difficult for us to do any kind of content beforehand because that game, we already know that game's going to be big. I mean, it's not, it's not going to be a quick game to finish or do anything with. Um, so unfortunately, it's kind of like everyone suffers because these, these two idiots over here decided to give the game away ahead of time. Yeah. Yep. So I, I went to a Nintendo event here in Dallas, Texas, just a couple days ago, and I was curious about the whole Mario Odyssey situation. So I was specifically talking to the Nintendo employees there, and they were making it sound sound like uh, they think that maybe some people inside Nintendo are responsible for all these leaks. Like maybe they're not posting it online, but they're accidentally giving it to people that are just the type that leaks stuff all the time. So it sounds like Maybe internally, Nintendo is about to completely rework how they have to do uh, review codes. Well, so here's the interesting thing: they actually know who leaked Mario Superstar Saga. Yeah, yeah they uh, have his uh, 3DS code. 
Yeah. So then they figured that out, but still they had to be like, oh, well, uh, we got we got to crack down big time here. And Mario Odyssey is big enough to where I know I know they need to do that because they can't they can't trust people not to leak the game. It's kind of hard to trust people not to post video of the game that they're not supposed to. Yeah. Um, but still, you have people sign stuff, and I assume it's to the point where you can go get them if you really want to. <laughs> like they yeah, have they have everyone sign stuff. I mean, can, am I allowed to take shots at people on this? I don't care. Like, if you if you like, like I'll, I'll just sit. I'll hide under my desk. YouTube. No, no, me. no. Like that piece of shit, Josh Thomas. Like <laughs> that's why he's such a bitter fucker because um, he he kept breaking NDA stuff, and then Nintendo was just like, okay, you don't get any more stuff. Like that's what I don't get. Like just do just do it like you did to him. Just say okay, you know, you know, you don't get anything anymore. That's it. You know, game over. Like I I don't know. Luckily for Nintendo enthusiasts. Uh, we, we are based out of Canada, and Canada is a little, little different. So, you know, we're, we're, we're good in the hood over there. But, yeah, as far as, like, NOA, like, that's why a lot of Fire Emblem Warrior reviews um, didn't really go out because uh, nobody got the game. That's too bad. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of a shame. And yeah. That was, mm. It was just, yeah, it sucks, man. It sucks when, you know when you're trying to do stuff and, you know, do reviews and stuff and you can't really notify people, but Brian Chris was like, go off Argentina. <laughs> I just, uh, I just, that guy, he's like, I've never, I've never heard of him. I, I, I don't, I keep hearing people talk about him. I don't know who the guy is, but yeah, people, man, there are a lot of people on YouTube that don't seem to like the guy. <laughs> he, he's been around for a, a long time. And, um, like I used to, be impartial towards him, but he's just gotten worse and worse, like progressively worse and worse because um, the switch isn't what he wanted it to be. And the games coming out uh, for it are not the games he wants. He's like a, he's like a big animal crossing fan. And I think if they announced animal crossing, like he would just like be amazed by it. But like, because there's no animal crossing, like he's just this this bitter, sad person. And he's just, Mm -hmm. he's just like a dick to people for no reason. Like I always, I always comment so, at them and getting little spats, but so I, don't I always say that that's that's the difference between a good reviewer and a bad reviewer. A good reviewer can sit down, play a game and a series they don't like, and understand what's good about it. A bad reviewer is somebody who comes in with so much baggage they can play a good game, hate it, and then only rip it apart. And I feel like that guy sounds like that type of dude. He is, and he's just he's just and he's just a very strange individual. And like he he was very upset about Samus Returns uh, coming to the uh, 3DS and not the Switch, even though because like I had a discussion with him. He said the Switch has has had no games this year, and I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I was like, dude, it's had more games this year than it's had than the Wii U had in its whole freaking life. Let's be honest here. And he was like. Well, no, you know, there's nothing new. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You had Splatoon 2, you had ARMS, which is a new IP, you had Zelda. And he was like, well, I didn't like ARMS, and Splatoon 2 was just an upgrade to Splatoon 1. And I was like, well, that's how sequels usually are. And so when we got to the root of it, it was just like, it's games that I was like, so it's games you don't like. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay. All because you don't like the game doesn't make it a bad game. Like, you know, there are games that I am not a fan to play a, to play the game, but they're still good games. I could still understand they're good get Knights of the Old Republic. I don't like to play that game because I'm not a big fan of the combat. I understand it's a great game, though. Like, it's, it is what it is. It's just like, Jesus Christ. Hmm, that's interesting. He doesn't like Mario Odyssey? Or it just hadn't been out yet. And it hasn't been out yet. Nothing's been okay. Yeah. And Zelda was a Wii U game. And I'm like, okay, like, yeah, but 
my my thing is if nothing else we can really respect the fact that the switch has become such an amazing indie machine like i play primarily what i play on my switch is indie games and that's something i never thought i'd say like now it's become where i play big giant triple a stuff or online stuff is my playstation 4 but if my friends are coming over and i want to play like a twin stick shooter like uh, judge or neon chrome i'll turn on the switch and bust out some controllers you know yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then we have um oh there you go, Sean Kuro Tengetsu ninety one asked, who are you talking about? Uh, Josh Thomas. His channel used to be called the Bit Block, and now it is called uh, Nintendo Beyond. I mean, yeah, he's just I disagree with him a lot, and I think he's he's not very practical in his thinking. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's fair all. enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, now, I, I think this it's interesting because the Switch has what I think are going to be two Game of the Year contenders that will probably be fighting each other for Game of the Year, which is probably Zelda and Mario at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, Edge gave it, I think, a 10 out of 10, which is, I think, the 20th 10 out of 10 they've ever given. And then Famitsu, I think, gave it, what, a 39 out of 40? Yeah. Um, so I think we're going to get to that point where Metacritic is going to be a very high score, very similar to Zelda. Um and I think we'll get to that point where we'll get to the end of the year. There, Horizon Zero Dawn will be there. Zelda will be there. Mario will be there. I'm trying to think of other games that would also be there. I know there's still games to come out. Um, uh, I, actually, just, I, have a, I have a list of what I think. So uh, we do that. Yakuza Zero scored high near Automata. Near, uh, near could be up there, yeah. Yeah, yeah Neo and Justice 2 got a bunch of high scores in Persona 5. I could see Persona 5 being in there. Like If we're trying to pick out games that appeal to a lot of people... The thing about fighters, man, fighters are so hard to get game of the year. Um, yeah. I don't, I think it's I'd be surprised fans. if it made the list. Yeah. Because even though it, yes, was awesome, it's still a niche community it was awesome for. So I'll personally, I'll, I'll say that I've been uh, taking notes, which is what these notes are, is basically my notes for the best games of the year so far. So that when I write my best games in December, I'll have, a, have it compiled. And I think Injustice 2 is actually going to be up there for me. It oh, is wow. just that freaking good. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, sure. Uh, I just think I just think it's hard for people to grasp fighting games as being game of the year because it's just yeah. like a one versus one type thing. And yeah, Justice Two has an awesome story though, so it's pretty cool. Yeah, well, it's so hard to hold that up next to Zelda and go, "Here's this one hundred uh, one hundred hour epic experience," and check out this finisher where you punch a dude in the nads. Yeah, or even like Persona where they have a really well thought out, thought out interesting story and everything. And it's yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's tough. I think I could see Persona Horizon and uh, those two Mario and Zelda absolutely being four candidates for game of the year at the end of the mm-hmm. year because we have uh december we have the um what is that the the game uh game awards show <laughs> i don't know there's so many and they all have a name that's yeah. like one letter I'll watch it. i'm actually, gonna, I'm actually probably gonna stream it and watch it like the video game year. awards with jeff keely dude that was one of my ba- i think that was one of my biggest streams was that <laughs> if you stream it i'll i'll sit in there just for fun yeah. with you during the stream just because hey, like I, i'm definitely not gonna make a video about it but i'll stream it just for fun <laughs> i was trying to figure out how to turn on the uh the sad violin or no the, i was trying to turn on to figure out how to turn on the music so i could play like the the hulk walking away music while um what's his name oh yeah was, yeah. was like like having like a love poem to uh what, what's his name jeff <laughs> keely Kadima. Yeah. yeah it was funny jeff keely um made a tweet about the thing and I was just like, can we just cancel it this year? And he, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. He got this big thing about it. And like, people have friends with him. We're like, Darl, Jeff, it's great. Blah, blah, blah. Like, okay, he's not going to put you on the show. You don't have to kiss his ass. Like, I think I the problem don't... is they don't, they don't show all the awards. They kind of jump around and then they yeah. leave some out. It's like, well, you have so much that, time. That's they, what, that was my to... big complaint. 
They yeah. just they announced. I was I, somebody was retweeting Jeff Keeley the other day that they're inventing new categories, and one of them was like friendliest indie game or something weird like that. Of like it's like a co-op. I don't know. Literally like the most pat on the back weird award sometimes. <laughs> friendliest like, indie game. I swear to God, it was something like that. Of like it's like which get <laughs> the thiefies? You know, like I don't know. Oh, this was a good question because I saw this come up. I don't really participate in these kind of discussions on uh, the channel because I'm like so nailed to the wall most of the week with news stuff because, mm -hmm. of course, I went the way of news, which was <sighs> right at the bet. Looking back on the hindsight, it's it's really helped the channel, but like doing that, man, it's you don't have time for much else. Um, mm -hmm. But this is Kira Ten uh, Tengetsu91 asked if uh, I know, Sean, you made a whole video on this. Mm -hmm. um, did you guys see Player Essence's response to uh, Retake USA taking credit for Nintendo gaming? Uh, getting more third-party support. This was an interesting um, topic that went around. Um, essentially, what's happening is uh, it seems like people who were heavily criticizing Nintendo in the past are saying that there is now third-party support coming to Nintendo because they were so critical of them. And actually, Sean, you can probably describe it better than I can because um, I, I didn't really take a look at the entire landscape. I saw like two videos. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's pretty much the, the gist of it. Like, Rich wasn't saying him himself. He was just saying, you know, people like him and, you know, people that were very vocal about things. And I... I I'm, in my video, I just said, you know, that that's, uh, you know, your YouTubers in the grand scheme of things, I don't feel are that important. Like, I don't think companies are making, you know, multi-million dollar decisions based on that. I think my, my whole thing was you have to thank Nintendo for it because Nintendo realized, hey, third parties aren't on the Wii U. And, you know, you look at games that are coming to um, the Switch, games like uh, Doom and Skyrim. Both of those games are big third-party games that are being published by Nintendo. So thank them. Like, well, it's, it's, I 100% like I try and not pat a company on the back unless I fully think they deserve it. And I think we have to give Nintendo so much credit because clearly they understood that this is the Wii U is one of their biggest failures in company history. And instead of just trying to go in a totally different direction or totally just count it as a loss, they actually sat down and restructured and made the switch. And so I, I don't know, I, I have to give them total credit for building these new bridges and allowing developers in, in an all new way. So man, tip of the hat to Nintendo. So people, people don't really uh, see this a lot because I see them all the time. There are surveys that go out for Nintendo every two weeks, basically, to people who opt in, sign up, or even just have their email uh, at some point in time with the Nintendo. I think they probably even buy email lists, to be honest, from like GameStop and stuff, but that, that's a whole other thing. I actually take some of these surveys occasionally, and sometimes they ask, what do you like about this system? One time it was the Wii U, and what do you hate about the system? You know, it was like the 3DS. So they add, they definitely poll people a lot, and I think you're right, Sean. I don't think they care what YouTubers think for the most part. Mm -hmm. um, to a degree they do, but yeah, it's okay. only one person, right? Mm -hmm. It's not like, like they have a better chance to poll a ton of people, and they do. They do all the time. If you look in some of your spam filters, you'll probably find some uh, polls from Nintendo asking you, uh, remember mm -hmm. Microsoft even sent out surveys. That's how we found out about the Super Nintendo Classic. <laughs> it was because uh -huh. Microsoft asked us, what systems do you guys like? And the Super Nintendo Classic was on there. And we're like, oh, thanks, Microsoft. Um, they, they, they Focus groups are heavy. Focus groups are kind of misleading sometimes. But they get a mm -hmm. lot out of polls because it's so easy to send them out. I think they get one. I think one out of every 20 or something like that. Was There's a statistic I remember we're seeing. It's like one out of every 20 they'll get back. And they send out 
thousands. Um, mm-hmm. And I have a feeling somewhere on one of them, it was like, do, you know, what do you need on the Wii U for it to be better or something? And there was probably a checkbox that was like more third-party support. And it probably came back like 90% more third-party yeah. support, you know? Um, they don't, trust me, they don't sit down in their um, in their back office or their, wherever, in their, their conference room with their big fluffy chairs and everything. And then, you know, turn on a projector and like, this is Spawn Wave. He says we need more third-party support. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're gonna watch Newswave. Now, uh, I will confirm though, from every every developer I've ever talked to, though, is after a game comes out, a lot of times uh, they'll all get together a couple days or a week after launch, and they'll actually in a boardroom a lot of times watch a lot of the big reviews to try and listen to feedback to know what they need to patch. Sure, so sure. that's weird. Is I have met developers before who are like, "Oh yeah, we watched your video about like I've met them at a convention. Like we watched your video about such and such in a boardroom. It's like, oh, that makes me self conscious. Jesus. Oh yeah, I think, but it's it's a little different to get someone's opinion on a game, yeah, but they yeah, a single product, yeah, mechanics and stuff. It's another for them to just turn on the lights and be like, "All right, guys, today we're gonna listen to Spawn Wave or we're gonna listen to Dreamcast guy. He's gonna tell us how to run our business today. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, I but people thought the Wii U was bad. This is news <laughs> to us. Someone said this is Spawn Wave. Behold, just on like the on the big projector. Uh, they do they do listen to people though. To say they don't is is dumb. But I don't. They're not basing their entire business on people with cameras in their house. Um, they they put a lot more. I'm gonna tell you now. They put a lot more into focus groups, and because they can um, get diverse focus groups, uh, like mm-hmm. people who are middle aged, you know, like the like people who are, are you know fifty, people who are like you know eighteen, um, and uh, then they go from there. But I, I do think there it was a mix of everything, and uh, it was eventually got to the point where they were like, maybe we do need third-party support. So, um, but I don't think people who were very critical, people who were very apologetic, and uh, it was just they did their market research, they figured out what they needed, and that's kind of where it ended. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think I, I, I watched your show. I think you were pretty, pretty much dead on about it being kind of a combination of things. Yeah, I mean, there's no one individual factor. If you want to make it one individual factor, it's Nintendo. Like, come on. And I think it's funny, like, uh, some people were mentioning uh, a certain YouTuber's name who has, like, you know, 20-something thousand subscribers, which, you know, that's a lot of subscribers. Um, But they were, like, taking credit, like, fully for it. And I'm like, okay, come on. Like, you're, you're being silly now. Like, if you had, like... 100,000, 500,000, all right. Hmm. But, you know, 20,000? Come on. Come on, buddy. Yeah. Again, though, um, none of most YouTubers, I should say, none of them, most don't have, you know, these business degrees or haven't been running Nintendo for, you know, a while. So it's, um, there's a lot of stuff that goes on in the background. So I'm saying that we don't know about. Uh, so what's this? Is uh, Universal One. Oh, they're subbed to all of us. Very nice. Did you sub? Did you sub to Evan too? Evan, what's your gaming channel? <laughs> it's Kimrix Games, but it's not necessary. Kimrix Games. As long as you're subbing to Spawn Wave, um, the little things, animations, just random edits. It's probably a little bit of me and all of that. So, okay. Uh, great crew tonight. Yes, the late edition. I think of uh, Sean put everything over the top here. Uh, just missing OJ. OJ is a very busy, right? Very busy. Uh, he's been getting videos up left, right, and center right now. So good lord, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. he is pushing. He's pushing hard, man. He's pushing hard. He got a nice little sub boost. He's pushing hard, man. He works hard. Uh, insert witty, lovable, and relevant comment here. Oh, that's easy. Just, just be like uh, Evan. I love your beard. Something off like kilter. Um, <laughs> thank you, though. Thank you. We, uh, we, we enjoy doing the the little podcast and stuff. Um, 
So let's, uh, okay, so back to Visceral. Back to Visceral. We, we, wow. we kind of went, we went, we went all over the place there, right? Uh, that was back nice, to Visceral. Nice hour long aside. Visceral, Visceral deserves a little more time, I think, here. Um, yeah. Because to have, uh, uh, oh, who's this? Uh, Colo- oh, oh. Coloco? Coloco. He said, sup, my dudes. Always been appreciated your channel. Always have appreciated your channels. Give me a shout out if possible. Okay, Coloco. Well, there there <laughs> you go, okay, Coloco. There you go, Go check them. Go check them out. Um, um, yeah, man. This whole visceral thing is so obviously they're probably most well known for Dead Space, and that's what I love the most for. Like, holy hell! Like, I was so into Dead Space. I still have the the Game Informers. Actually, I collected the Game Informers. I read all the behind the scenes stuff of how they made the games, about how they actually got photographs of like people who were in car accidents and had really bad wounds in order to get the ideas for their horrible monsters. Cause they're like, okay, we need to have stuff that looks like it's made out of a person, but still has to be a person. If you Wait, they actually went, together. did they actually go to the accident site? And no, they, they had photographs of it though. And what's funny is they talked about the, that the artists were actually vomiting when they were first being shown these what? photos. Cause they're, cause they're like horrific, like horrific injuries that a lot of people died from. From, but, like, but we need these photographs and attach to that by the end of the development because these would just be giant high resolution awful photographs on their walls for months during the the processing phase uh, and so they're like at the end they're like at this point like someone just gets their wrist cut it's like oh it's fine it's fine trust me i've been staring at this for years we're good oh that's crazy man oh so, I mean, they just had so much dedication to that project mm-hmm. so the idea that that team is now out of work is is genuinely heartbreaking the the creators that brought a cyber tiger from those mines mm-hmm. dude dante's in front of man yeah, that's that was a good one too. I actually like that game. A lot of people and, are like, and, it's, a, it's, a, it's a God of War ripoff. Yeah, so what? It was it was different. You know? It had a very unique I, take on the visual aesthetic. It was great. Well, see, I'm not a God of War person, but I beat the hell out of Dante's Inferno two times. Yeah, I I yeah. I, I like Dante's Inferno. I thought it was just it was so weird, right? There were so many weird visuals yeah. in that game. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, and I like that it felt very hallway-ish, and I actually kind of like that. Like every level was just basically like walk over here now it's demon babies okay now walk over here now it's slutty babies like okay <laughs> it was uh yeah it's um it was sad because then they put up on twitter i think you guys saw a, a picture of yeah. their staff just standing there basically on, on their the way st- out essentially yeah. like, you know that was sad to see because there's a lot of people that are they're just losing their job right there um i was yeah. kind of looking in the crowd i was like where's the middle finger you know <laughs> where, where's know, the right? person just giving the camera the, the finger but um it sounds like uh when, this was the cool thing though this is so neat to see on twitter uh you saw all kinds of companies that were like hey we're hiring you see i saw ubisoft yep. do it um Epic Games did it. Epic Games did it. Yes, that was the other one. Uh, there were a couple that were just like, hey, we're hiring. Send your resume over here. So I'm hoping a lot of them found jobs. I would have loved to see one of them or a group of them even go to Kickstarter and say, we can't call it Dead Space, but mm-hmm. you know, we're going to make another Dead Space if you guys want it. And then we, you know, people fund it. Because that, that thing would break a million dollars overnight. Yeah. Um, I, didn't re- I didn't realize they did one of my favorite... Um uh Wii games third party games that was the godfather the godfather yeah, on the Wii godfather one and two the godfather on the Wii was freaking awesome and, and they did uh 007 all or nothing on the original yeah. xbox and, and, and the fire yep yeah i was just gonna say yeah i was gonna say that they were some of the most actiony 007 games ever made it was the only studio that was like what if you gave 007 six machine guns like i don't know let's figure it out <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a, I have a cool uh, spinoff from this topic. Uh, somebody, Carry Twenty Sixty, dropped in the chat. What about la- the last Pokemon game on 3DS? Pokemon Ultra Sun and Moon. 
Um, I'm not really sure. Oh, oh, maybe they're talking about for the um. How it's the last about, one? They're saying that. that it's the last are, one. are you talking about? Oh, 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 what what about the last? Po are they talking about? That I, again, I think he's. I think he's referring or? that. Well, I think he's referring to the fact that these are. We now officially know that these will be the last Pokemon ever on 3DS, which is yes. a console that had a lot of Pokemons. Yes. Yeah, that's going to be. A, yeah, it did because you can play all the DS ones on it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that had like all of them. Yeah, that's me yet because next month or next next year we'll have um the new pokemon game on the switch more than likely i still think they're gonna get that game out in 2018 mm -hmm. um because i think it's gonna be a spinoff of sun and moon probably will be stars but uh it's gonna be a spinoff it'll use the same engine probably it'll it'll just look better on the on the switch um and that'll sell like like madness <laughs> mm -hmm. like it'll be apps if you think it's hard to find a switch now wait till pokemon comes out oh my gosh <laughs> That is, uh, there was a great, I remember the great 3DS drought of that one Christmas was because Pokemon came out. Oh, Impossible yeah, yeah. to find a 3DS. They were up to $300 on eBay. And it was just because of Pokemon. Well, it's crazy. I went, I went to a, a, an anime convention to visit a friend of mine about five months after that happened. And literally every person in every line was playing Pokemon. Like literally thousands of people in a room, all Pokemon on 3DS. Damn. People, there are people who are um, like fans of other systems and stuff, but they don't realize because they, they're generally in um, like their, their bubble with their system, whether it's, let's say an Xbox, PS4, whatever. They don't seem to understand how powerful Pokemon is. <laughs> like I've seen this. There were people, because I was a long time ago on a podcast, and uh, this was when I was first starting out. I think I had like 5,000 subscribers. They had no idea how strong of an IP Pokemon is. Like none, they 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 didn't understand that it was a big seller, and I was like, "You realize that Pokemon, when it comes out, like Sun and Moon, I think together was like over fifteen million or something mm -hmm. in, in like the, the last quarter of of uh, what was it, twenty um, sixteen? Mm -hmm. Obscene amounts of games sell. So, what do you think is going to happen when the Switch version comes out? The first time it's ever been on a home console, mm -hmm. it's going to be insane. The fans that are so devout. So, totally true story. My uh, my old boss John proposed to his wife uh the day after pokemon x and y came out they like went to the midnight release they played it like all day together because they were both giant pokemon fanatics they went to sleep they woke up and over breakfast i swear to god he had a pokemon a pokeball ring and said i choose you and they got married they had a big pokemon ceremony john and jazz so yeah remember pokemon is a cult don't drink the poison kuru uh tingetsu 91 asked about, oh, Roger's base. I, I've seen Roger's base. Um, if there's anyone you want on the Spawncast, you can just tweet at them on Twitter. Uh, but I'm asking around all the time. So I'm always paying attention to any new ideas for people to come on the Spawncast. So I will look into Roger's base, though, absolutely. Um, He's I a think busy I've actually, fellow. Yeah, that's what I thought oh, so. A yeah. lot of them are. We keep, getting, we keep getting people telling us about all these people throughout the week. I get messages on Twitter and stuff. And I send them to John, but we don't really hear back from a lot of them. No, um, that's the way it goes sometimes. Um, but uh, it's you get pretty busy with YouTube sometimes. There's a lot of stuff happening, especially if yeah. you like. If like you get to a point, because I know Roger's based over hundred thousand subscribers, you get to a point where like the company will recognize you, and then they'll even like fly you out, like they did with him and CND, I think, to mm -hmm. uh, California actually for Metroid. So um, I have get to that point. If you want CND on here, I actually have an in with that yeah, um same. so i'm good his editor 
Yeah. Yeah. So everybody has, everybody knows editors. I can wait. You well, can get just, editors. Just, yeah. Well, this, this guy specifically, he's a really big movie buff and he's a really great editor and he's been editing for all sorts of channels like game chasers for years. Uh, and finally he got a full-time gig. He's now the editor for CND and it's CND is making bank yep. because of it now because CND always made great stuff, but it took him so long to edit. So now that he has a dedicated editor and he just has to film that dude's putting out like daily videos, like crazy now. Thick boy. Yeah. Thick boy. Yeah. I just That's saw, pretty cool. I just saw him uh, last weekend at a retro. Oh, I, Sean can get that. Someone said get wood on. Sean knows wood. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm talking yeah. wood right now. Uh, Dr. Wiley. I actually know. I've actually been on a couple of uh, uh, videos with Dr. Wiley. He's actually pretty cool. He actually watches my videos. He comments sometimes. I've talked to Arlo a lot. Uh, that's That's something I'm trying to get worked out with him. Yeah, that's just the way to get them on. That's what we've been doing. Yeah. Uh, that's something I would like to do too. Um, I don't think the game explained people know who I am, so I don't think that'll work out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> when, you're, when you're as small as me in the in the grand scheme yeah. of things, it's hard to. I, you know, the I would love to talk to Andre Seegers. I've watched a lot of like two and three hour podcasts where he talks about what it was like founding Game Explain about leaving. Was he, he was working for IGN and he just decided like to quit one day and start Game Explain and he just had no idea what he was doing. Like no nobody at IGN actually knew how to do YouTube. There was just like this YouTube team who handled all the videos and they were like the on-camera people. And so he was like, okay, uh, I guess I'm going to go make a YouTube channel. And he like lost money for years. And now it's this giant thing, but damn, he was, uh, he got lucky. Etika has no idea who I am either. So he probably won't come on here either. <laughs> I don't, I don't get out a lot. Like I don't, I don't like a lot of YouTubers meet up places. I don't get out. I don't go anywhere. Yeah. It's <laughs> I funny. Need to go, it. Next year I'm going to start going to more uh, conventions and stuff. Like I will film Newswave in my, uh, hotel room if I have to. <laughs> Where do you live? Don't you live in the Northeast? I live in Maryland. Very close uh, to yeah. Delaware, like the Northeastern part of Maryland. Like it's like two, a little over two and a half hours from here to New York. It's like an hour to Baltimore. It's like an hour to Philadelphia. So I can like yeah. get around. I'm, I'm like in like the area of, like I think it's the furthest place is like Boston is like five hours. Um, but I'm like yeah. in there. I'm like close enough to get places. Yeah. I'm thinking, I'm actually thinking of moving back up to the Northeast. Oh yeah next year the no, i mean i'm in north carolina and it's like why am i here there's nothing for me here i keep going to uh, the northeast to do all these cons it's like i just i just need to go back up there just get it just if you move up here get in delaware because like i can't get any good internet speed here but if i go like three miles that way i can get like 100 up and 100 down for like 40 bucks a month yeah yeah Get, I gotta say, go go to I'll, 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 I'll go to Texas. Well, moving to Texas, we have tons and tons of uh, conventions here. Like almost every yep. month, there's some sort of major convention. Yeah, that, and that's another place like uh, Philly, Delaware, or Texas. I actually haven't looked at at rentals in Delaware, um, but that's a good idea. And it seems like it's not that expensive. Oh man, nice. so I knew somebody was gonna say this in the super chat. I knew it. I was actually going to make a video at some point about this or just shout them out in, at some point in the live. If you guys want to um, see an awesome YouTube channel, this is one of my favorite channels right now. And I was going to make a video where I talk about some of the YouTube channels that I watch because there are some really cool YouTube channels that are much smaller than they should be. Uh, this is a newer one called Game Hut. I don't know if you guys have checked this out at all. No, I haven't um, heard of them. One of the coolest channels I've seen. Very new. Growing very fast, too. There are 34,000 subscribers now. Um, they worked on i think sonic 3d blast originally on the genesis like they were a developer i believe for it and mm -hmm. they show you all the cool tricks how did they get 
full motion video working on the Genesis and they show you how they divided the lines up and did all this cool, all this cool stuff to make it all fit into the car on the cartridge. And they're actually currently, they're trying to fix Sonic 3d uh, or Sonic 3d blast right now. And they're calling it Sonic 3d um, uh, Sonic 3d blast director's cut. They're even putting supersonic in there, but they're fixing everything in the game for like a ROM that you can download or a patch. Um, very, very cool channel. I like it a lot. Uh, I don't know if they have an infinite amount of content that they can pull from because it sounds like they have a lot of experience with Sonic 3D Blast and Sonic in general, but uh, very cool channel to just kind of go in and watch. I'll, I'll put the link in the um, yeah, I'm looking at it right there. now. Whoa, so um, so do they have any sort of ETA? I would love to play this. Uh, they're they're making some quick progress because uh, they just put out a video about how they already got supersonic working, so <laughs> it's um it's very cool. I like watching some of the um some of the things about how they got this and that to work, and that's uh it's it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, we'll get we'll get a bunch of people on the spawncast as we go forward. Um, it's actually getting to a point where it's big enough to where I think it's enticing to people to come on here. <laughs> So, uh, I think it's getting I mean, to that point. Um, hey, somebody said, hey, I actually, I'm friends with him, so maybe I'll ask him. Oh, there you but go. He, yeah. He's he's very busy. He's uh, in college now, so making videos and going to college is really slamming the shit out of him. Sure. Yeah. Um, we'll get some smaller people on here, too, to uh, help them out. Um, like, Max, you knew a few people that are a little smaller, right? Yeah, everybody I've talked to, though, the problem is, it seems like every small YouTuber is really clawing their way up. Also, is the type of dude who's working 60 hours a week at a day job. Like, if y'all have never heard of iRetroGamer, he's probably the most unique YouTuber on the entire site. His father was trying to make a documentary about video games in the 90s, so he had, like, an early, like, HD giant camera, and he basically went to all these major gaming events, like the unveiling of Sonic and stuff, and he recorded all this HD footage, and... When he passed away in 2005, he gave the collection to his son. And so he decided, okay, uh, I guess I'll just upload this to YouTube. So he like cuts them together like documentaries. And they're, they feel so much like modern YouTube videos. It almost feels like a time traveler vlogging the early 90s of gaming. It's insane. Oh, I forgot about that. We did, um, CND does know uh, uh, who we are. That's right, because we raided his channel. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, it was so like a depressing story. He was like... All right, they came up to me on the street. Spawn, 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 spawn. Yeah. <laughs> what's going on? Yeah, yeah. He's like, "What's going on? What's it? Spawn? What's spawn?" <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. So he does. He knows who. He knows who we are. Um, that's good. Uh, now, now that we've uh, kind of gone off on a tangent again here, um, my 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 topic kind of spin off of this entire situation with EA, and uh, at this point, Visceral closing down an entire studio because it seems like Visceral was not interested in. Well, kind of play. I guess playing by the corporate rules. I, I have a feeling they designed an entire game to not utilize loot crates or loot boxes or, or microtransactions. I feel like they were just like we were talking about building like a straight up story based Star Wars that wouldn't be able to leverage that kind of thinking or those that kind of monetization. So, as a lot of people are talking about, are the big AAA single player games like on their way out? Like, are we getting to no. a point where you need? No. Just do that, like like from EA, because every single player game coming out now that is like from them, even like a game like uh, Shadow of Mordor or Shadow of War, I'm sorry, uh, has loot boxes. Yeah, a disgusting amount, in my opinion. Yeah, you didn't like that at all, Max. You said that there was like a wall that you hit, and that's it. Yes, 
Yes, uh, very much so. The final act, basically. Uh, well, it's not quite the final act, but basically you get to the end and uh, you're constantly taking over huge chunks of the map and each place you dominate, you now are literally the king of that fort. And then at the end, all your forts start getting attacked at once. And so it becomes a, a horrible micromanagement, like defend every base at once. And the easiest way to do that is to just buy a couple loot crates. So I'm th- but I'm trying to figure out what, like the next big uh, AAA single-player game is going to be that doesn't have any of these monetization strategies mm-hmm. in them. And I've been looking yeah. down lists, and I'm having a hard time finding them. Like, ones that's from a third party, because first-party oh, developers yeah. still have a reason to make these single-player games, because they're, they're, their goal is different from third parties. Their goal is to push hardware. Third parties don't care about mm-hmm. selling hardware. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, we see Destiny 2, which has dropped off significantly, by the way. They've lost 2 million uh, users already. Mm-hmm. Um, it's already fallen to like I think one and a half million. They're up to three and a half at one point. Dropped two million since launch. There's nothing to do in the end game. That's why. Uh, but I don't really. South Park, sure. Yeah, South Park doesn't have any loot boxes or anything, right? Well, well and Wolfenstein's not going to have any loot Wolfenstein, boxes. Wolfenstein, yes, that's a good one too. Uh, uh, it seems like Bethesda is the one making most of these single player games that don't use them, right? Yeah, but we're all. I mean, I, I can think of a lot of stuff like. Uh, Sonic Mania, or what's the the hell? Yeah, yeah uh, I guess hell, that, that, Hellblade, but I, that's, I that's like considered like Hellblade, a Hellblade, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. I, I still feel like we're seeing a lot of them, but the problem is the ones that. So my thing is, I think we're still getting a lot of games that do it right. The problem is the games that do it wrong do it so evil that we have to have like public outcry. Like the fact that freaking uh, uh, Battlefront <laughs> Two, Battlefront yeah. Two, basically gambling for upgrades is ridiculous. Yep. Yep. Now we'll talk about another uh, a little epiphany that we had the other day as well. I made a video on that one, and it's pretty bad. Um, thing is to check out Dev. Dev. I will. I will check. I will check all these people out. That people are suggesting. Um, yeah, Battle, Battlefront Two. It's not even like subtle. It's like yeah. roll the dice and hopefully you get that sweet blaster. <laughs> I, I heard. Uh, I where was I? I was talking to somebody, and they were talking about the fact that the investors are actually mad at them. So. The people who paid the bills for them to make Star Wars Battlefront 2 were promised that it would be this big successful game. So they spent hundreds of millions of dollars and they're like, okay, we're just going to like watch the news and make sure our game is being received well. And they're apparently mad because all of the talk right now is being broken loot crates, uh, pre-orders canceled at record numbers and stuff. And so apparently the investors are actually fighting for us right now being like, okay, before this comes out, you have to remove at least a large chunk of this because if this doesn't sell and we lose money, we're not funding you to pay it uh, a third game. Yeah, because that EA license has to be expensive. Yeah. It can't be cheap. Uh, Star Wars license? Nah, it can't be cheap. Um, Oh, this is from... Oh, that's actually a good question. Why do game studios get sucked into EA knowing their history of destroying or tarnishing classic IPs? For example, Command & Conquer, Theme Park. Mm -hmm. EA's history is terrible. So they're asking why... All right, so sometimes... They don't have a choice. Yeah, no, no <laughs> yes, option. Exactly, exactly. That, EA rolls that's in and is like, we're now your boss. <laughs> well, or, or with Maxis, a lot of times it's they come out with a game that's less successful, or a lot. What's happened several times is you're working on a game for years and it's eighty percent done, but you literally are so broke you can't afford to print the discs. And right. EA comes in and goes, "We'll print the game. You keep all the money, but we own you now." And then you make the game. It doesn't make a ton of money, and they're like, "And, and you're dead." Like that. Yeah. People don't understand that a lot of times it's desperate. Yep, you get to that point. Um, but like something like Visceral, 
uh, EA's owned them for forever. Like, I mean, they used to be known as, uh, oh gosh, EA Redwood or something. What were they known as? It was, yeah, it was, yeah. they changed their name to Visceral after a while, but um, EA just had them forever. But any of these companies, yeah, you're right, Max, they just run out of money and they're like, what do we do? We have to be, we have to sell our, our soul to somebody. They do it to EA because they believe in their game so much, they're willing to do that. Uh, yeah. and then well, they, they it, trust the wrong people and uh, yeah well this this actually happens a lot like i mean look at uh i i hate to bring up no man's sky and defend him in a small bit here but no man's sky those guys sold their houses like everybody sold their house everybody basically bet their entire lives on this all 16 dudes basically got shitty little apartments and spent years working on no man's sky and they were just burning money like crazy and then sony stepped in and said okay we'll pay your rent just keep working on the game. We'll do the advertising. And then it just spirals and gets hyped out of control. And so a team of 16 guys who are trying to make a little indie game where you can dig holes on Mars is now being considered this $60 open world game you could play forever. And so everybody got pissed at these guys where it's like, these were just random dudes who needed to lean on Sony and Sony basically just threw them under the bus and took a paycheck. Yeah, but then you see something like, uh, uh, like kind of a success story like Cuphead. Yeah. And because uh, uh, Microsoft yeah. rolled in and helped fund that, despite them uh, remor- like remortgaging their house and everything, right? They did all this stuff yeah. uh, to, to yeah. make it work. And then it comes out the other end, and it's it's a massive success. Yeah. Uh, well, think, has everyone played that game, by the way? Yes. yes. Okay. And, and it's so crazy that that game was 80% remade after the yeah. original display. That's so, like, because normally when you see a game that does that, it looks a little bit weird. You can see the glue holding it together, but... Man, that game is so seamless. Dude, that is a great point in the chat right now. Um, from S- <laughs> Squirrel Emperor. There, I don't really get it. Uh, why some of these companies just locate into the, the most expensive parts of the country. Yeah. Um, like, all of them are located in... Why are you in San Francisco? Like, the, the tax, so the tax write-off is really good. In certain parts of the world, you can actually get... Uh, the local state will pay part of your development costs. Like Maine specifically is hurting for tech jobs. So if you take an established game company and move to Maine, they will pay up to a thousand. Uh, it's like rent for up to a thousand employees. So a lot of times companies will do that when they're hurt. Uh, there was a uh, uh, Rhode Island. Yeah, 38 cents. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Rhode yeah. Island helped pay for uh, Kingdoms of Almalore. They paid $2 million that. to help that get finished and they lost all their money. But, uh, you know, sell off like all of his possessions (laughs) yep yeah exactly so a lot of times people move to specific areas just because of the taxes anonymous said get review tech usa uh i just recently started talking with him on twitter so uh, maybe we'll see (laughs) yeah he's a buddy of mine we've talked a bit i'll maybe i'll I'll hit him up i've Um, been on his channel oh yeah he talked about you in uh one of his videos didn't he i was uh we did the koki video too Yeah, uh, he's he's talked about me in videos, but I'm not cool enough to be on there yet. Um, <laughs> uh, that was a good point, though. I I'd never thought about because uh, what you call it, uh, Bethesda, their studio is only like I think, forty five minutes from me. So that's I live, a, I live that's right next to Gearbox. Uh, so a lot of my uh, I end up getting a lot of sources because they're like live right up the street and they like murmur stuff about Borderlands Three that they're not supposed to murmur. <laughs> 
Man, all these you got everyone has sources. I need to find sources. Where do I find sources? Uh, parties. A, a lot of it's just bumping into people. So much yeah, I feel we, like people we have people, to go to so many more conventions. Yeah. I I see that's the thing is I go to a lot of conventions and you just end up talking to people. Like there's a lot of times where you end up going to a party upstairs. Like that's I, I was sitting at a table with a bunch of the main people of Alienware computers at a QuakeCon event, and these guys are just talking about how their company is expanding so fast and they still have no idea how Twitch works. They're like, yeah, we make billions of dollars a year, but we basically just give these computers to people and then make more money later, but we don't quite understand how we're doing it. It's like, uh, maybe you guys shouldn't be telling this to me. What the hell? Yeah, like, John, that's why I told you, like, the some of the devs and people from Square Enix, like, knew us through the old Handheld Hero site because we went to, like, three parties at two different conventions with them. Mm. I don't want to get I don't want to get weird with these people. I just want to know what's coming out next year. You don't year. have to get weird with them. You just <laughs> hang out for a bit. I mean, I, I send them pictures of my shirt off occasionally, and they give me links. Uh, that's that's great. Yeah, I need to find I need to find this stuff. I was hoping that like if I got in contact with Bethesda, they would like give me a tour of the studio or something. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that'll happen. The, the first place we got to contact them is at a convention. Like if we go up to uh, anything really locally that they're at, we can just talk to them there and see what we can do. Mm. Yeah. Well, and that's how man Bethesda is really hard to get in with. And finally, I saw them at QuakeCon, and I managed to walk up and just talk to their head of PR was there, and I was like, "Hi, here's my business card. I've been trying to review your games, and it's very difficult. Can you just send them to me?" And the guy was like, "Yeah, all right, we'll talk." I was like, "Okay, thank oh, wow. you, Jesus." <laughs> nice, nice. Okay, so we also had um, we were supposed to get the MPDs on Thursday. We did not because. There was a miscount somewhere, <laughs> according to Matt. Um, there was some issue with the NPDs, so we will see them on Monday. The actual rankings, everything, but um, Nintendo won the NPDs because, well, they decided to put out a press statement, and whenever you see those press releases come out about the NPDs from a company, that usually means that they won the month, and that's why they're doing it. So Nintendo said that they were number one with the Switch um, out of the three consoles. They worded it in a strange way. They worded it in a way that I think the Super Nintendo Classic may have been the best-selling system of the month, to be honest, um, because they said the Switch was the best-selling uh, console. And uh, But according to them, if you take the Switch, the 3DS, and the Super Nintendo Classic, it makes up two-thirds of all hardware sales for the month. Um, so apparently, yeah, apparently they just absolutely owned uh, September, which is interesting because Destiny 2 came out, and there were plenty of bundled PS4s that were selling like crazy. Um, now, of course, I think a lot of people already had PS4s that bought Destiny, but still, you know how it goes. People trade system in. Oh, Destiny 2 is coming out. I got to buy a system and get Destiny now. Um, but it, it's, it's, I was almost positive PlayStation was going to take September and they, they didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, which is interesting. That means that, uh, out of the, what's that now? Is that, um, six, six months now that we're counting? The five, six. I think, I think, um, all but two months that Switch has, has taken at this point. Yes. Um, yeah, because there were some high constraints and everything, but it's interesting because now we're to a point where the Switch is coming into what I think are its two strongest months because they have uh, Mario, which is going to push ridiculous... I mean, it, it's going to sell out all the Switches, we, we assume, right? Everyone's buying Switches for Mario, and so I assume going through that, and then November with some pretty good third party, and then, of course, December is uh, Xenoblade. I mean, is this like... I don't, I don't know. Do you guys think that PlayStation or Xbox, even though the Xbox One X is coming out, do you think either of them are going to be able to take either of the months coming up? No. Um, 
No, I think PlayStation 4 is going to come close just because it is such a powerhouse. But I think the reason why Nintendo is going to take first is I think Mario is really going to pl- uh, really appeal to the casual gamers. Such a huge chunk of my friends are people who like understand games but don't really participate in them. And ubiquitously, everybody has basically said, I'll buy Switch the day Mario comes out. So I think that's going to be a huge push of people who are finally being like, okay, I've got Zelda, I've got Mario, I've got Mario Kart, and now I'm getting a Switch. You know. So you don't think, um, you don't think the fact that the Switch could become supply constraint could kind of uh, uh, handicap it a little bit against the PS4? Because the, the PS4 is in stock, like, in, in full, in droves. And their projections are actually higher going into December for the year than mm-hmm. Nintendo's from what they're projecting they're projecting mm-hmm. to sell quite a few in december sean you don't think the, the the possibility of the switch becoming uh a supply constraint issue um could stop it from taking something like december i don't okay. I, I i think they still will because i i think they're they're ramping up production and i think they actually are doing that um so i i think i, I think i think they'll be fine okay okay mm-hmm. good good I, I i would like to see them take december to be honest um i just i i really i think sony has become mildly complacent to be honest mm-hmm. um i do their their response to crossplay has i think shown that um yeah. and then uh i do think they are heavily i, I mean I, I look at the, the the christmas season i just i see sony really relying on third parties much like the xbox is going into the holiday season um of course next beginning next year sony's gonna have some first party stuff but it, it seems like they were like like uh, two months ago or a month ago or whatever. They were like, all right, we're done for the year. Good luck, third parties. You know, push the PlayStation forward. Um, right. Well, bundles, I mean, people really, I, I feel like people completely underestimate the power of bundles. Bundles in the Christmas season sell like literally tens of millions mm-hmm. of units. So since we are probably getting an Assassin's Creed bundle, we know there's a Call of Duty bundle. Uh, like all these different bundles and there's rumored that there's going to be maybe a uh, $200 PlayStation 4 that's going to come out in somewhere like stuff like that, that is going to burn up the store shelves like yep. seriously pricing like yeah. Sony is in a place profit wise now where they can afford to take a loss on a couple sales like for one month in order to make it up later and I guarantee you that if it comes out of it they will play that card you think they'll just drop some price like even 250 I think is enough yeah. that's $50 cheaper on the switch but if they get down to 200 because I'm gonna tell you now the Xbox one s is going to get to 200 it was 200 last year at Christmas time mm-hmm. With Minecraft, by the way, it will get down to two hundred dollars this Christmas. So I feel like Sony may want to try to match that. Even if they release like a five, they have they have a terabyte model that's two fifty. Even if they came out with a five hundred gig uh, model just for the holidays, and it's like, hey, it's two hundred dollars. Yeah, I think a lot of people would eat that up. You're right. Like, so they at least have the pricing advantage, but the Switch definitely has the demand advantage. Everybody wants a Switch. Um, yeah. So it's going to be interesting. I think everything will pretty much sell well. I even think the Xbox One X, believe it or not, will sell well. Um, but I do think it'll lose steam very quickly. And I do think uh, the Xbox One X, I think, will suffer at the beginning of next year badly because it'll it'll be hard to find a reason to buy it. Everyone's going to be buying 4K TVs along with that probably like Christmas time. But then January, I don't think anyone's going to be like, I need an Xbox One X after buying all these Christmas presents and running up this credit card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, It becomes very difficult when you have $500 to 
systems that you know it's just i don't the xbox one x man that is that is worrying me right now um i'm glad to hear you were going to buy one max because i thought i was going to be the only one to buy one dude your tweet has been earlier uh spawn wave earlier you were tweeting maybe it was a couple days ago but i saw it and it's been burning a hole in my brain i think you're 100 percent onto something (laughs) then the xbox one x may be microsoft's attempt to just get on the board of the next generation Mm -hmm. of trying to get people used to the idea of 4k and become the 4k gaming device so that everybody who is really tech hungry starts jumping on that early and that is a market and it's smart if they start just starting to wedge themselves in there it could give them a early lead towards ninth generation and i completely think that's true what they're probably what i think they're doing with the xbox one x is they're trying to start oh look at that we had 800 people um watching i think that's the highest we've ever had actually uh we've um i think what microsoft's trying to do here and i because i've been trying to figure out what there's what is going on with this xbox one x it makes i don't think it makes a lot of sense right now because well mm-hmm. honestly i i'm a little biased against these mid-generation systems so i think they're just a bad yeah, same. i bought a ps4 pro probably one of the worst purchases i've ever made to be honest <laughs> I, don't, I don't have i don't have a 4k tv i should just yep. stuck with a regular one to be completely honest it, it i was i was expecting every game to get some kind of boost mode thing you know and it's it's like these games still can't hit 60 frames why did i buy this system um it's um it's tough i feel like they could have waited i don't think the 4k demand is is as bad as they pretend like it is right now um i think the switch shows that but the, the switch has games the games that uh really push it along anyway but the thing about the Xbox One X, I think Microsoft is like, look, the, the PS4 Pro is out. Everyone's going to start getting to know Sony for 4K, and no one's going to know us for 4K when we get into the next generation. So let's put a whole marketing campaign together. Let's put the system out that is more powerful. So now they know that we are the 4K company. We are true 4K. That's all they've said, right? True 4K. Not actually true 4K, by the way. but yeah. it's, it's true 4K. That's all they've said. So now the company is going to be known by... Uh, really everyone that's uh, uh, mainstream, people who aren't on YouTube like we are, who people aren't in the know as much as probably people watching now, right? Most people watching now are really into games. The, the mom and dad that walked into the store who have a, what they believe to be a, a you know, a 4,000 pixel TV or whatever, when that's not even what it actually is, they just see 4K. Uh, it's, um, they now know the Xbox One X as the system to get for 4K. So now they, they take Microsoft and, and, you know, compare it to that. Like, okay, Microsoft, what's their system? They have the Xbox 2. Let's get the Xbox 2. <laughs> uh, that's what I think their strategy is. I think they're playing the long game right now. Um, a game Sony has no interest in playing. They, they, don't, they don't care. They're winning. Who cares? <laughs> um, yeah. So it's going to be interesting. I just, I, I feel like these mid-generation systems are just confusing and not needed. That's that's my opinion yeah. on it. Yeah. Um, I, I'm gonna ha- I have an Xbox One S. It's going to become the uh, the stand for my Xbox One X. <laughs> yeah. Well, my my biggest worry is that it's going to delay the next console generation. I'm a huge, huge fan of like uh, like let's let's start the next generation. Let's start like even if they tease it, I hope we see something in the next year or two that says like this is the PlayStation Five. Like, come out yeah, on stage and started, say this is the PS Five. Thirteen. So we're coming yeah. up on that five year cycle, right? Yeah, I hope, but they we've also had a nine-year cycle at one point with the Xbox 360, so we True. they may stretch it out to a six- or seven-year, which I'm fine with as well, but I kind of, I'm afraid of getting like a pro-pro. I'm afraid of like another mid-generation before we go to the next generation. I mean, it took, it, Sean, it took you a while to get that S, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I planned on buying one, but luckily 
you know, someone uh, generously donated it to the channel. But yep, it was, it was yeah. under the box. It was under the box that had you know Panzer Dragoon Saga and you know, <laughs> still crazy. I need a yeah. box, man. My gosh, <laughs> I, I mean, it's, might as well. Yeah, apparently. Um, uh, you took you a while to get the S, right? Um, yeah. And now the X is coming out. But you, you, I remember when you saw the X, you were like, I, I don't want the X. I want the S. Yeah. Um, I, why don't you want the X? I should ask you that because you're on the side of of I don't care. I don't. I mean, I don't have a 4K TV or anything, so sure. I, I'm okay. not going to be able to use the intended. Um, well, they, they also they, they do, well they talked about how we'll have uh, super sampling, so you'll get a better picture, I guess. And then they talked <laughs> about, I guess, frame rate advances is what they're talking about. So you still get some... It's definitely not 4K, though. Obviously, right, you want 4K. Um, are you guys getting 4K TVs at Christmas time? I should ask you that. God, no. Oh. No. I got okay. too many games <laughs> to buy. Oh, no. I was gonna. I was thinking about buying them. That's fun. <laughs> Black well, Friday, maybe. My, my thing is, I'm not sure, because uh, uh, so much of my time is spent reviewing games, it's hard to review a game every single week. And so I don't think that I'd be able to... Uh, so I record everything through 1080, a 1080p capture card, and I think if I was trying to crank 4K through it, my TV would just... Well, and I don't want to have that happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think they have... Uh, aren't there some capture cards coming out that are going to do... They, there are, yeah. And, yeah. and I could get one, but I think I'll, I'm not sure my computer could handle it. I would have to upgrade. Like, if I get a 4K TV, I got to get a 4K capture card and also a 4K computer. Dude, you got to get that Craigslist special, man. I'm telling you. I know. That's all I my know, computers right? are off from Craigslist. <laughs> you don't have to spend a lot of money at all. How do you think I have all these monitors? I, I, I had a the really bad experience on Craigslist, and I don't like to go back. I tried to sell a TV once, and a guy uh, offered to trade me for a shotgun, and he promised that it wouldn't have bullets when he gave it to me. And I was like, no, we're good. I don't want to tell you where I live. Jesus I remember, Christ. I, yeah, I remember, uh, what was that, Evan? Wasn't there, uh, someone we worked with was going to trade, uh, what was it, Evan? Uh, he was going to, no, they were going to sell a PS4, was it? Over Craigslist? Yeah, and, and the guy oh. was like, uh, the guy was like, I'll trade you a, 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 a like an assault rifle or something. Just meet oh, me yeah, yeah, yeah. at like Those eight. Like currency. <laughs> it's like, especially here in Texas, people are like, okay, you got that cool skateboard. I'll give you a pistol for it. Like, no, no, we're oh, good. Oh, I didn't think of that. Texas is like super lax with their gun stuff, right? Yep, they're yeah, uh, they're yeah. everywhere. Man, wow. So yeah, we. I don't know, man. The, the whole thing with the Xbox. The most excited I've been for the Xbox recently is Xbox original backwards compatibility. <laughs> So uh, that should yeah. tell you something right there. Um, and then Cuphead. Man, Cuphead was such... I, I'm so happy Cuphead sold, by the way. Hit over a yeah. million sales. Thank you, Xbox people. Although I think Steam, I think, accounted for like 700,000 sales. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. Which is... No, I, I saw it on Steam Spy, which is kind of embarrassing. That means that only like 300,000 Xbox people bought it, which is... Uh, well, the good news is on Xbox, it's probably going to have a very, very long tail. It's going to be the indie Xbox game for years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I hope so, man. I hope it gets. I was really worried about it selling on the Xbox. I think it would have sold really well on the on the PS4. I think it would have sold really well on the Switch. I think it would have sold really well on the Switch. Oh it would have sold really well on anything besides the uh, the, the Xbox. Xbox man, it's not a first-person hey. shooter or a football game. Yeah. <laughs> They could have put that on the Coleco Vision, and people still would have bought it. Yeah, yeah, that's um, man. Oh gosh, is NeoGaf still down? <laughs> <laughs> I tried checking it at the beginning. I haven't checked it. Checked it since then. Uh, let me check again. Just, to, I'm just curious. It's back up. I'm, it's, I'm uh, sure by now. Error. Oh yeah, I was goodbye NeoGaf. <laughs> to be that meme where it's Charlie Day standing in front of the, the giant board with all the string around around it, like, okay, this is how the site went down. 
I used that. I used that. Uh, that that picture yesterday. I had to. I, I love it. my favorite my favorite use of that is the one that says your face after you beat your first Metal Gear Solid game and it's like the guy trying to this is the conspiracy I have. Oh man, that's great. Uh, Evan, questions from audience, patron people, whoever. Oh yeah, there's a couple. I did inform Hit everyone in questions. chat. Uh, looks Hit like with some questions, people. Looks like the Lapo had like three different ones. Let's okay. See. We already kind of covered this a little bit, but how do you feel about the state of single-player games going forward? I mean, they're, they're going to be around. I'd like to think that we're going to fall into this this weird time where AA games are going to be single-player games and then AAA are going to just be known for loot boxes and other junk. Like, Hellblade is an awesome game at its price, and I hope more companies are able to do that. But was it Ninja Theory? I think they were very fortunate to be in the position they were where they could afford to do that. Yeah, yeah I, I think- well- we got I, the only I, other one I can think of that's going to be huge for single player is Cyberpunk, and we're still not even certain when that's going to be talked about more. Yeah, and of course they're in their own little scandal right now because yep. of Glassdoor. Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. That's, man, that, there was some weird stuff. They they said that it's just not for everybody, right? That's for uh, yeah. Uh, it's uh, it's in reference Red. to them pushing people harder without really raising pay or anything. Well, mm. and, and people quitting. Apparently, apparently there was some sort of problem of people like spending like 60 hours coming up with this giant proposal walking in and the guy's just like, nah, we're good. I'm like, cool. Then I quit. Like screw this job. And so they're like, yeah, that happens. Like studios are about saying yes and saying no to different ideas. Yeah. Oh, thoughts of limited run games. Finally bringing physical switch games next year. God, I love, good. I love limited run games. I, I, yeah. I, I like it a lot. I love the idea of bringing uh, these indie games to the Switch. Um, this, what they do in general is awesome. If you've never heard of them, go check them out because there's some cool stuff going on there. The only thing I don't like about limited run games, people always buy them and then uh, 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 put them up on eBay and stuff for you know trying to, to, to scalp them. But otherwise, I like the idea taking games that aren't physical and making them physical as like limited edition stuff. It was very cool. I know, I know, Sean, you were super excited on Twitter for that. Oh, yeah. I, I love their stuff and... Um, I knew it was coming. I had a, I had a feeling, but the nice part is where I live right now. They're only like an hour away from me, so I might just have to go up there when they start uh, making the switch games. Be like, hey, hey, buddy, you got any extras? Yeah. And that, that's my thing. That's why I've never I've never bought an limited run game because they look really cool. I I follow them on Twitter and everything, and I love their stuff. They by the way, they tweet out tons of giveaways. Definitely follow them on Twitter. Um, but I've just never done it because they're. I've heard their website. It's really kind of weird to like get in there right as it goes live and order it. And I I don't like to compete for sales. You know. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Um. What else we got, Evan? Uh, follow up to that. Do you think indies will pick up the slack or go where their money is? And I don't know. Indies for me is always they've always been like on a cycle where one will release something amazing and then we'll see like a hundred release the same exact game with different skins for a while and then we'll see the next interesting indie thing come out. So, what do you mean? Go where the money is? What do you mean? Uh, basically, like if the golf story, golf story is selling well. What if the next indie company releases something very similar to Golf Story, and it's not that main company? I like, got you. I got you. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, the whole point of being an indie company is to take risk and be original. So I'd hope that they yeah. there's there there. I see indie companies as being more artists, and then I see AAA developers as being more like the print company. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but even among indies, there's the companies who are like, "Well, this is selling well. Let's see if we can make a quick buck on it." Like it's kind yeah. of that cyclical. Well, like if it's easy to make and copy, then they can just do it. 
Yeah. Well, I, I say a lot, but I feel like that stuff sinks to the bottom so fast. You hardly even hear of it. Like I went on the, the PlayStation PlayStation's doing all these crazy sales this week. Like every week of October is a different horror sale. And I went on there today and it's just full of really bad indie zombie games. I've never heard of for a dollar. Like, what the hell? Uh, poss- <laughs> possibly it might also be whether or not we think indies might start picking up some form of loot box or microtransaction system. Uh, I don't yeah. think they'll really, the only way they do that is if they're free to play. I have no problem yeah. with free to play games doing that. It really doesn't. Cause there's no price of entry, you know? It, yeah. I have no problem with that. Um, uh, so it's, Oh, this is a good question for Sean. Actually. Yes. What I think about it. I already talked about it. What do you Go think about it. the analog super NT? Whew. Um, I, I mostly I mostly like it. Um, I, the price point is much better than the NT um, the NES versions of the NT. I I think it'll do well. I think they should have thrown in a controller though. Like, what the hell are you doing? Why is There's there no no, con- no controller comes with it? No. Weird. Wow. Yeah. And I Weird. mean, it's just it's to the point now where like. You know, when when the like I understand there's people that prefer, you know, things like the analog NT and whatnot. Um, but I just think like there's so many other clone systems that are coming out. And yes, they're not hardware based, they're emulation based, but it's like a fraction of the price. And like a lot of yeah. these are really good. I was actually filming a review of a clone system. Which one is I, that? I I just did um well the classic two. For, uh, from old school blew me the fuck away. Oh, like, no, that's not that's not. I, I have one that I'm I'm supposed to review at some point too. Is it I the from Gamers Tech? Oh, um, you just throw it in a box next from? to your table, a, dude. I have so much stuff I need to review. It's no, it's, yeah, you you have to see that pile. That is a ridiculous. <laughs> I, I, I oh. have so much stuff I'm supposed to review. Let me let me get let me get this box and let me take a look on. Okay, yeah, I, I am interested to see which one it is though, because I just did the gamers tech one um, tonight. That does so the classic two does NES and Super NES. It also does um, European games, but it doesn't do Japanese. Sweet. But it does have the four by three or sixteen by nine switch on it, which I think is genius, and it needs to be on all of these. The gamers tech um, does. Uh, Super Famicom and Super Nintendo has the 14 by 9 Switch. This thing, Sean. Uh, spoil it. Yep, that's that's the one I just captured footage on. It's actually very good. Um, spoiler alert. It played um, everything I threw at it, and um, the 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 slot is pretty um, tight as far as getting the games out. But yeah, I play Super Nintendo and uh, Super Famicom games. So oh, I'm gonna take oh, it apart. So oh, freak! I, uh, somebody asked this question a bit ago, but we were all like really rapping there, but. We forgot to all dish out our thoughts on uh, Project Spartan. No, oh, uh, we were getting to that in a second, actually. <laughs> okay, good, good. That, that was the next thing we we're going to talk about. Um, so Project Spartan is uh, a little terrifying because I, I don't know what to make of it at this point. It seems like it's vaporware. I will say that. Yep. It seems like they don't know what they're doing. What, what it seems like is um, a group of fans of Sega keep trying to tap them on the shoulder and tell them to make a system. And now yeah. they're actually attempting to build a mini computer to present to them after so many signatures. So I made a video on it. And part of the reason I wanted to make a video on it is because they seem to be using the petition as an excuse for what they're waiting. Like they're waiting on this petition to hit a certain amount, right? Uh, <laughs> to then move forward. And it's taking forever to get to this, this signature well, count. <laughs> so, which is really funny. So, 
I did some investigating. Uh, obviously, I have a lot of connections with the Dreamcast community, real deep connections. Mm -hmm. And so they did some digging for me. And apparently, the guy who's behind this is one person. He might have one other person that works with him, but it seems like it's a one-man show. Yep. He is the single guy behind Project Dream and Dreamcast Reloaded, and his name is Bertie Wiseman. And apparently, he just keeps doing this. And his Twitter handle has always been wise spartan or like whiz spartan so they think that it's just like this is just his latest version nobody quite knows what his point though is that because he just keeps doing the same thing over and over again which is trying to get people to fund these projects that never go anywhere and he sends weird he sent me a couple emails that are full of typos i don't understand i think it's all just i don't want to say a scam but i don't think it has a real point well it's i here's what i think oh you can go ahead, sean go on it's it's just I, I know exactly who Bertie is. Um, funny enough, I'm in a Dreamcast Reloaded um, group, and they loved your video on it, uh, Spawn. They they? they loved yours. <laughs> yes, they should. Did you see how many views I got? <laughs> yeah. Oh um, man, that was not supposed to get out of hand like that. By the way, it was not supposed to get to that point. Uh, my, I, the only reason I made the video was because their petition has been lagging forever, and they keep pointing at the petition as to. When this gets there, guys, we're going straight to the top, and we're going to build this system, and we're going to get Seg on board. And I was like, we'll see about that. So I made the video, and I was like, this has to at least get the last thousand signatures, I bet. Um, and then we'll see what they do, like calling their bluff. So now we're going to see what they do, because I think their petition is done. <laughs> I actually had um, a guy who's very into the Sega community, uh, a bigger name guy. And he actually, while we were talking tonight, um, he was questioning the console, and they actually sent him a picture um, of the supposed working prototype. Um, oh, he, shit. He doesn't necessarily – here, I'll uh, – they have a working prototype. They said they were going to get one working, but that was like, well, but they said that. On, they said, I, I, yeah, they I, said that on the fourth. Yeah, I say working prototype. It just has a power light on, so okay. you know it's probably literally not. Yeah, but it's but it's not like a sexy power light. You want to DM that to me or tweet it out live? Uh, I was. I, I'm gonna. I'll DM it to both of you, um, and you okay. can take a look at it. But I mean, yeah, I'm on, the, I'm on the edge of my seat. I, I'm expecting poor lighting, uh, grainy image. Yes, yes, you're spot on. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I would like for them to prove everybody wrong and come out with an actual system that's decent, but it's, uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, doesn't want any part of this. I'm going to be honest with everyone right now. I don't, the more I've looked into this, because somebody got a word back from them and it sounds like they don't even know what they want to do. Like, it seems, I don't it's, know. It and, seem and yeah, it's, it's just the, it's just the Dreamcast two people doing another project yeah. and, you know, um, all right, I sent it to both of you. It's it's just, it's so weird. It's just like a, an overactive fan who has nothing but time on his hands, evidently, who's just been doing this over and over that and case, over. That and case looks like, 3D printed, by the way. Yeah. Uh, mm. and, and the weird thing is the controller, they've actually shown a controller, and it doesn't mm -hmm. look like that. Yeah. It doesn't. The 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 um handles of it are much longer on their prototype. It's a shit show, is what it is. It's just yeah. smoke and mirrors, and you know, pandering to to nostalgia people because yeah. Sega Sega has no no need to enter the hardware market. Sammy Sammy would tell them to piss off. Like they'd be like, yeah. no, we don't want you. What's interesting is I think Sega, believe it or not, they're the strongest they've been in a while. They. I'm not going to say they're getting into this or anything, but they are in the best position they are right now with some of their games. Like they could put persona exclusively on their system. 
they could uh they could put a lot of atlas because they they run out the atlas they could put a lot of atlas games on there they could put sonic and then uh i mean people are begging for a new nfl other than madden they could bring back nfl 2k even so i'm not saying they're gonna do it eh, but they, they could when does there when does that license end for madden uh they i think they re-upped it didn't they no, yeah, come 2077. On. What? <laughs> I'm just throwing out a number. I'm sure it's oh, forever Jesus. though. Um, let's. It's it's like uh, Mickey. Like like technically that thing keeps almost running out, but it never does. Here we go. When does the EA NFL deal end? That's a NeoGaf link. Oh, it's uh, done. Oh no. <laughs> All right. It's just, it's going to, to to horrible allegations in this thread too. Twenty <laughs> twenty. Uh, I see 2020. Apparently, they just keep re-upping it anyway. So, like, it's not going to end ever. It's so stupid. Yeah, and it hurts. It hurts because there's no competition for it. And the um, 2K games were better. Everyone loved the 2K games. They were so much better. It makes you oh. wonder how much they have to do to spin it off of the actual Madden series so they can still release it. And it's just everyone's name has a changed vowel in it. They did that um, yep. on the Xbox 360. What the hell was the name of that game? That was the big thing about Firecore because Firecore. All Pro, was... All Pro Football 2K. There it is. That was actually a good game, too. Or of course it was. Fire Pro? Yeah, Fire Pro. That was the thing about Fire Pro because then you just make all the wrestlers, but it's not them making it. It's the fans. Someone, uh, yep. someone asked uh, Nintendo's investors briefing is next week. Other than sales, major announcement, perhaps. No, these, the people that are showing up to these things, they could look at them straight in the face and say, mother three is out tomorrow. And the investors would be like, what, <laughs> what yeah. are you talking about? They don't know. They don't play games. They, they don't know. They're, they're busy asking them stupid questions. Like, can I get tickets to uh, Nintendo's uh, theme park and universal? Can I get uh, advanced tickets? Not even asking good yeah. questions, um, but they don't care. They're they're gonna. The what I hope is that somebody in the crowd is smart enough to ask a good question about what what's in store for us next year. What someone needs to do is ask about Pokemon because that's a big deal. They need to be like, is Pokemon a 2018 game? Yeah. Um, no, there won't be any big announcement. Unfortunately, it'll just it'll be pretty straightforward. I think they what do they answer? 20 questions or something like that. I think it's 20 questions. Um, yeah, it's not a lot. Now and then and they'll they'll be, be on their way. Questions. They'll give us solid numbers though, so we'll know everything through. I think September, September, yeah, yeah, September. So we'll know how many switches are actually out there, which will give us a, a an idea of what we can project for the rest of the year. We'll know if they can actually hit ten million, which they can. Uh, but it'll come down to can they pass the Wii U in their in the calendar year, which would be ridiculous. I don't I don't know if they'll do it yeah. in the calendar year, but they'll definitely do it in their first year because that counts all the way up to the beginning of March. Yeah. Um, so uh, that we'll know more. That's on the 30th, I think. 31st, 30th, 30th, 30th. And then we also have, which I'm sure some of you guys know, um, Sony has their stream on the 30th as well, which I'll be watching. Um, streaming that out too. Anyone here is 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 hap- is, is uh, allowed to join me if you'd like. It's up to you. Um, but uh, we're doing that too. A lot of stuff's happening that day. Um, let's see what else. Any what else we have, Evan? We got about ten minutes uh, left. Final Dilapo question. Then we got another one. If you could only recommend two Switch titles for people to get in the month of November, what would you tell them to get? Oh, that's so games that, are, games that are releasing in November, right? Not games that are like you're talking about games that are coming out in November. Most so likely, we're disqualifying Mario Odyssey then. Yeah, here I'm gonna pull up the list of uh, everything coming out in December, so uh, or November, so I can cheat. That's tough. I'm gonna say Skyrim. Um, especially if you haven't played it. If you have played it, 
God, that's tough. Because Skyrim is a game you're going to get the most of your money out of. Definitely. No matter what you buy, that's probably going to be it. You're, you can play Skyrim for forever. I, I know people still play Oblivion. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I'm trying not to just say re-releases, and that is a big month of re-releases. Yeah, yeah. Um, but but the, the, they become different because they're portable, you know. So it's 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 yeah. interesting. But, this portable experience, I, man. It's interesting. I know, but I'll I'll die on the hill that I do not think Doom is worth it on the Switch. I won't be yeah. buying it again. Like I understand if you're buying it for the first time, totally worth it. But I feel like such a huge portion of the audience is t- very proudly saying, "I bought the $120 PlayStation 4 Special Edition, and now I'm going to buy the $60 Switch Edition." It's like Man, bro, that's two hundred dollars on a game. That's a, that's a lot of money. Yeah, I have it on the it. PC, so I'm I'm okay with it right now. I've played Doom a lot. So I'm I'm done with that, but I'm definitely getting LA Noir because I want to revisit that game. Yeah, same. Yeah, I'll be picking that I, one up. Yeah. I'm gonna be the oddball and say Doom because it's Doom and I love Doom and I could play it while I'm taking a dump. That's fine. And, <laughs> um, I will say as much as. I think Skyrim will be good. I'll say Resident the Resident Evil Revelations pack because it's only forty dollars. Okay. You're getting two, you're getting Resident Evil Revelations one and two, and plus those cool little mini games. Which, so which and that game has some great co op. Which again and again, I always have to say, Switch is the multiplayer freaking console now. You know. Dude, it, yeah, it's going to use that single Joy-Con play, right? Because it said it's going to have split screen. And the one thing I like about that is that it's actually going to use the IR pointer. Yes. Oh, really? It, yeah, that's how you reload your gun. Oh, you shake it, you do no, something. You, you cover it. Oh, like wow. That. Isn't that cool? Yeah, I thought that was the that's, neat idea. That's the cheese I'm paying for. <laughs> um, I would probably say, if it was me, I would say go with L.A. Noir and Skyrim. I would say, just so I can not have two, uh, two re-releases, I am going to say Sonic Forces, just because, honestly, I think that game's going to bomb, and it's going to need the help. Dude, so. Sonic Boom was awesome, man. Can't go wrong. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, everything I've seen about the fact that they're advertising that goofy creative character with glasses so hard, I just I've lost all hope for forces. I'm gonna review it, but uh let's let's I'm going in uh pretty skeptical. Yes. Um and then Sean, you're you're going with Doom. What was your other one? Resident, uh, Evil. Resident, Resident, Evil Evil. Resident Evil. What yeah. do you think, Evan? I'd say if you haven't played it, rhyme just because it was a really fun oh. story. And then save your money because I mean Xenoblade comes out December first. So <laughs> yeah, that's my boy. Yeah, <laughs> that's a game you could you could get Xenoblade and play it all the way up till uh till Lost Sphere comes out. No problem. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that'll be that'll be good. Um, uh, let's see. Do we have another one, Evan? Uh, final one from the Discord. Think we're going to be seeing anything about the virtual console for the Switch before the end of this year? Uh, no. Yeah, I don't think so, because they keep pointing out all those, like, virtual systems that they're trying to sell, and I don't think they're really going to talk about the console I, Dude, I think they're so hung up on the Super Nintendo Classic. I I don't think we're getting virtual console until they announce the online. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's when we'll I, see it, point, and it won't be anything we can get on the, it won't be anything we can get on the Super Nintendo Classic at all. Yeah, uh, that's a good point. Yeah, well, then, and that's why we don't have Chrono Trigger then, because they're going to come out and be like, all the RPGs you missed, Chrono Trigger trailer, you know. If they were smart, the first release on Virtual Console would be Mother 3. If they were smart. Yeah, yeah. That would do it. That would do it. You could do that. You could throw a Mario game on there. Uh, they already showed Dr. Mario and... Uh, what was the other one they showed? Mario 3. They could do those, and they could get away with it fine. But if you if you show up to the, to the dance with a new game and Mother 3, like they did with Star Fox 2 on the Super Nintendo Classic... Yeah, you're probably, you're probably gonna get a lot of people giving you twenty bucks for the entire year. 
Yeah, well, and I'm sure I'm sure they could even have a trilogy bundle that you buy solo or something. The Mother trilogies, you get uh, Mother Zero, Earthbound, and uh, Mother Three all in one. And be like, hey, how's this? Boom, dude! If they put it out on a cartridge, I will hand them sixty bucks for that game. Same, yeah. I would. Uh, I probably put that as faced out in my collection in the background. Yeah, I would. I would hope that they would do some cool stuff with it too, like put it in like a nice like you have the plastic case, but then you put it into like a box, and the box is like an art book in it, kind of like how uh, yeah. Persona Three was on the PS2 back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, something like that would be really cool. Um, is that are those all of them, Evan? That's the Discord questions. Yes. Okay. Very good. Very good. Anyone in the chat have a question before we wrap up here? Anyone have a uh, question? Some people are talking about how I am set soon a bomb in Japan, and now we're seeing Lost Fear also bomb in Japan. Lost Fear bombed real bad. Uh, I am Setsuna didn't do well, but uh, compared to Lost Fear, it you know it, it sold like Madden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lost Fear did it's, absolutely horrible. Yeah, which is weird. So I I like it. I am Setsuna. I actually gave it a nine when I reviewed it. I was very impressed with it. It was linear and it was all in snow, but I love the soundtrack. I love the combat system. So it's weird to see that, that that game sold bad already. It took them, I think it said, nine and a half months to make their money back. It took them nine and a half months to break even. So they were already working on the next project and hoping they don't get fired. It's like, um, man. It's- I'm going to be honest. Uh, I, project Oct- project uh, Octopath Traveler Octopath. really yeah. hurt my view on Lost Fear because yeah. <laughs> Octopath Traveler so- is awesome. <laughs> Yeah, somebody said somebody said that uh, Octopath is now the Setsuna killer. Like that st- Tokyo RPG Factory, which is the studio behind that, suddenly has an all new ball game of like, okay, like if you want to do a retro RPG, that's fine. But we have this as our new yardstick, and let me tell you, it's a gold yardstick. Yeah, yeah, that's. Oh uh, man, I like I want that game now. We don't have a release date for it, right? We just know next year. Yeah, two thousand eighteen. Yeah, that that demo was so polished, though. I think it's probably deep, deep into devs. Yeah, I think they're getting close to just being done. They just they wanted us to test it and see what we thought. And I think most people liked it. You, did you play it, Sean? Uh, what's that? The Octopath, Octopath demo? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Did you did yeah. you like it? I never asked you about yeah. that. Oh yeah, it was super good. Good, good. Um, what else we have, Evan? Anything else? Uh, I mean, nothing else. We got general questions in chat. I think there was one about the delay of Animal Crossing, even though it said coming in 2017. Uh, you're talking about the mobile game. Yeah. Um, I don't know what's going on there because that that says that has mobile game written all over it. I'm going to say that now. <laughs> Animal Crossing is like the perfect, like, like Nintendo made that game without even having mobile in mind, but it's crazy because if you look at Animal Crossing, you almost think that they were they were thinking mobile game from the start. Um, it would work perfectly there. I have no idea what's holding this up. Uh, Fire Emblem has pretty much made its established audience known. And man, Animal Crossing would do so well on mobile. Like I would download it. <laughs> I only play yeah. one game on my phone. Um, oh, I don't know what the deal. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's just not ready yet. Maybe it's uh, an early 2018 release. Um, makes no sense to me because that, that could be free and they would have tons of microtransactions and people would buy it up like crazy. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I forgot. And then uh, Pokemon Go had it. Evan, you play Pokemon Go still? Occasionally, they're doing their new event. They just released yeah, all the doing new their Halloween event right now. Yeah, it's just yeah. the same as the last event. They still haven't added any of the things. Get three Pokemon about. though, man. Yeah, but I think at the beginning of the year they said, "Oh, dueling coming soon." No, <laughs> like none of it's still <laughs> happening. <laughs> so. game still doesn't have dueling. <laughs> how does that happen? I, yeah, in this universe, how does that ever occur? It's yeah, amazing. It's, it's the pacifist pokey universe. 
Yeah. Ah, at least I don't have to like worry about driving around and people walk in the middle of the street with their phone in their face. And people still play it heavily. Or the main street area near me, there's still squads of people just roaming around with their phones out doing all the raids and stuff. Um, Yeah. Well, I remember there were stampedes. There was some vlogger jerk prank asshole dude at one point. I was like walking up, like, all right, check this out. It's the Pokemon Go uh, prank. And he like walks out with his phone, like, it's a Mewtwo. Oh my God. And literally a stampede of like people are running through a fountain and stuff trying to get. It's like, oh God, like too much. Oh, and yeah, before we close out, guys, uh, did you realize that um, uh, just about a year ago today, they announced what the NX would become with the Switch? It's been that long. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, it's it's really weird to think that that it's we're to that point. It's been over a year now since we heard about the uh the the switch. Um but I was I wasn't even really around for any of the NX junk. Oh, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I hear I hear there's a lot of fun stuff going on about uh people trying to figure out what the NX was like six, seven months out. The Stewie graphic yeah. controller. That was my favorite. <laughs> Uh, oh yeah yeah and it was funny when that guy showed the layers of cg he used to create that picture and people were like oh because he let that rumor really float out there for about 10 days oh yeah oh man i guess that's uh i guess that's it right for spawncast guys anything else you guys wanted to bring up before we uh i mean we did two weeks ago we did an over under for mario odyssey sales and we have pretty much everyone here that did that except max so if max if you want to put a number in for that is this is this oh for the first gosh. week we're saying? First week oh. total sales. John said two million. Sean was one point five. Philip was three. I said three point one because I'm an asshole. Um, <laughs> so Max, got to. I I think it's gonna be. Oh god! So what was uh, what arms arms was two hundred k the first week, right? Something crazy. Yeah, both with the sales blowing up now for the switch. That's what we were trying to factor yeah, Splatoon, in. Splatoon two. Yeah. Was we'll find out about actually we'll know about Splatoon two at the end of the month. We know its first week in just Japan was I think almost seven hundred thousand for Splatoon two. Okay, right? am I thinking right? Six hundred something thousand. It just I just think, just in Japan. <laughs> I think Mario is going to do well. I think it's going to do exceedingly well. But I also don't. I think I, I would also have to give you a recommendation. I think the Switch is somewhere around seven and a half million Switches out there right now. Yeah, but but week one sales is always a weird thing because yes. like some consoles yep. have eighty percent of their total revenue in the first week, and some some consoles it's less. So I'm gonna take a shot that I can say one point five million. Okay. Uh, but I think so it's gonna shot. just all right. Yeah, so I think that I'm starting low, but I think it's just going to build and build and build like crazy. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, we see Mario Kart going nuts, so, you know, where everyone's just buying yeah. Mario Kart. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's that's fine. And keep in mind, because you're right, Max, it's also near Christmas time. So uh, yeah. when December rolls around, Mario Odyssey is going to be sold out constantly. Yeah, <laughs> yes. well, you're going to buy the Switch, you're going to buy Mario Odyssey. <laughs> well, and, and people are already leaking details that there may be a, a, a Black Friday sale where you get Odyssey for 40 bucks or like uh, $60 what? with a $20 rebate. Really? I've, I've, seen, I've seen somebody say some Best Buy leak. That wow. best oh, buy. okay. I was going to say Nintendo, that, Nintendo never puts their stuff on sale. On Black. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the rebate sale yeah. type thing, Best Buy does it a lot of like, it's $20 off if you go to this day and punch this employee. I really might buy a 4K TV on Black Friday. I might. We'll see. They're, man, they're already so cheap. Like, I was at Walmart just grocery shopping, and they have, like, 4K TVs with HDR from Samsung for, like, five fifty. Yeah. It's not bad. No, it's, like, I think I, too. I'm just, I need to upgrade my computer. I just, uh... What do you have in your computer, there. anyway, before we leave? What do you, what, what do you, what process <laughs> you have, my I, bad boy? I couldn't even tell you. I have oh. no idea. 
<laughs> so I, I paid somebody to make this a friend of mine. Uh, I was, I was basically using a paper clip to re render my videos for the first couple of years. And I started having a thing where if I dropped too much video on the timeline, the screen would turn black and I would just have to edit <laughs> videos by sound. I'm what? not even joking. No, no way. And, and I, and this kind of is when I was at like, 20, this, this, this is when I was at 27,000 subscribers. So I wasn't exactly a beginner and I was making good money at that point. So, uh, a, a friend of mine basically said, okay, set aside a thousand bucks and I'll just design your computer. So I set aside a thousand. So this is my thousand dollar computer, but now it's been two years since then. So I'm like, mm. okay, it's, it's time to design another thousand dollar thing. That sounds good, man. Let me know if you need help. I can help you build one. Yeah, we've, we've gotten real close. We could probably build you something ridiculous for 600 bucks like okay i'll let y'all know and also so my both of my roommates are ex-military crazy gung-ho awesome dudes and both of them now work as like engineering dudes so they're both like walk up looking pissed look all right let me just build you the most supercomputer brainiac oh, okay, yeah. 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 the trick is the because we know where to look around this time during the year to find like the ridiculous oh, yeah. part ah. yeah. Yeah, the render the computer I have the render cost me I think 180 bucks and it has an i7 and a GTX 970 and everything in it. I don't even know what any of that means. The main thing that everybody keeps selling me is solid state drive. I don't have a solid state drive. Oh so no, you video, don't have a solid state drive, dude. It's not the most yes, necessary so I, thing, but yes, you need it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's the thing. So when I I render like a a nine minute rant, it takes about 35 minutes to render. What? So yes, yeah, so a lot of times I'll press render. I'll put everything in there. I'll do like the proof lesson, and then I press render, and then I just play switch for like an hour, and then go, okay, it's done. Like tend to Photoshop really like a rendering uh, 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 system. I will say that now. No, dude, like nine, like I, I, um, I think a nine, no, 10 minute, whenever I do news wave, it's like, you know, 12, 13, 14 minutes. That usually takes like, I think 17 minutes, eight, eight, no, like 15 minutes to render that. Yeah. At, at 60 frames too. I, at 60 frames, 1080p. So if you get your processor, probably is just a little slower, but yeah. Like yeah. an i7, like my, this i7 is not even new. This i7 is like old, but it's, it's still pretty strong. So we're good. Yeah. Um, and that's the kind of stuff is I don't, I don't need like, uh, Goku in a computer. I'm just looking for something that uh, doesn't Dude, quite I can hum you, so that's much. That's what I need, man. Dude, go on. Uh, I, I already did a whole thing for this. Go on eBay and buy a Dell Optiplex. What is this thing? Oh, God. Optiplex. Oh, Jesus. Uh, no, yeah, it, they always sound terrible, but it's the, the things inside that matter, and it's so cheap. Oh, Optiplex oh, op 990. I-90. Nine, uh, 990. Look that sucker up. It's there, you find one with an i7. Oh god. Okay, I'm deep in computer land. I, I think I should probably leave. I don't know what any of this is. Here's one. Uh, Dell Optiplex, not i7, $139. Bam. That's all you need. That's cheaper than most of the newer processors for the i7. So <laughs> like, dude, get that. Draw, you just use that for your rendering box. Seriously, just separate that from your gaming one and just use that to render and like create your videos. And then you have a computer you can just use for gaming. Your old one, the mm -hmm. one you use now. Mm -hmm. this here, I did a whole video on it. It's so, it's so easy to do. Um, uh, but yeah, Optiplex 990, there are a couple HPs, but that's what I'm using here is an Optiplex 990. And the computer itself I got on Craigslist for a hundred bucks. All right. I'll, I'll keep that. Everybody in chat's told me to go with it. So apparently this is for reals. It's good. No, it's good. It's a good. It's a good uh, uh, computer, and it's on eBay. Cost effective. Um, but you you have to make a few alterations, get a solid state for like, you know, sixty bucks, seventy bucks for like a two forty gig, and then um. Especially you around really now, you video can get card. really good ones. Or you don't need if you don't want a video card, you can get like a basic one, like a basic NVIDIA card, like a ten fifty, just for um to help you with video editing. That's it. You can get okay, the whole cool. thing done for like three four hundred dollars, no sweat. 
Jesus. Dude, I'm telling you, you just gotta, you just gotta ask, man. I got you. <laughs> you don't even need to go to a 1050. You could technically get like an eight or a nine series yeah. for cheaper and just be fine yeah. with it. I mean, a 1050 is a nice card though, and it's and it and oh, yeah. you don't even need um you don't need to upgrade the power supply if you get a 1050 at the right kind. And you can find them on flash sales for so cheap. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So I guess that will <laughs> that'll do it for tonight. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that'll do it for everyone in the chat seat. Look, a lot of them already watched my video where I I built that Craigslist computer anyway. So they are they already know. Um. Uh, yeah, there's a there's a video max you can check out if you want. It literally is the inside of this computer when I built it. Um, okay. I actually had to rip the hard drive caddy out to fit the video card in because the video card's like 13 inches long. <laughs> um, I guess that's it. Uh, so, uh, Sean, where can they find you, man? You can find me at RGT85. I am dangerously close to um, what are you getting? Fifty-seven thousand. Fifty-seven thousand. Let's see. I am uh, really? Are you really? Three. I am twelve away. Twelve away. So sub to me with a smiley face if you like my face and like to hear men yell about video games. Let's get hold on, I, I just, hold on, hold on. I'm getting so close to a hundred k. It's driving me crazy, man. I I don't care about anything else. My thing is I don't get competitive with other YouTubers, but I keep pushing myself. I just want to break a hundred k and get that plaque so bad. Yeah, me too. I really want that plaque too. <laughs> I'm like, uh, I mean, it like haunts me. No, it does, right? I'll, I'll have dreams sometimes where I'm just like, like, yes, this is my. Plan. I'm gonna carry it to parties. I'm like, hi, I'm a loser, but look at this. Here we go. I only <laughs> care about negative stuff. If you're being positive in tone, he doesn't care. Here we go. Okay. Try to watch the number go. Are we doing this again? I, I just played around with it. We're we're at, we're ending, man. We're we're on our way out here. So I'm just uh. I'm just playing with it. Um, yeah, so we can um, uh, where where can they find you, uh, Max? I'm just youtube.com slash dreamcast guy. I'm working on a big review right now of Wolfenstein 2, the new Colossus. And I think that comes I think that video comes out Wednesday or Thursday. Um, I'll let you know. Uh, so it should be cool. And thank you everybody for uh, sticking with me. I've gotten a bunch of new subscribers despite the fact that I've been doing this crazy move. So I cannot express how much this support's been awesome. I just want to see this thing turn over to 57 while we're live <laughs> on air, man. <laughs> um, uh, and Evan, where can they find you, man? I'll just link it in chat. It's basically that name at Twitter, Twitch, anywhere, really. Uh, dot com. It's just all that. Or you can just pay attention to Spawn. We did it. I'm gonna <laughs> okay, now everyone unsubscribe. <laughs> all at once. I'm just kidding. Oh, no. <laughs> unsubscribe my five accounts. I was just kidding. I was kidding. Um, uh, cool. All right, very good. Thanks to everyone who... Uh, Helped out Sean there. That's a whenever you hit that, whenever you turn over that number, you know, you turn on a little odometer. It's pretty cool. Hey, 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 we got him to 57. You guys can stop. <laughs> hey. <laughs> uh, thanks, guys. Thanks. He, he, Sean appreciates it. Thank you. I really do. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. Thank you. Very kind of everyone. Um, so I guess that'll uh, I guess that'll do it for tonight. Thanks guys for tuning in. Um, another another Saturday night, another spawncast. Uh, Max is our co-host now. Um, from now on going forward, so you'll see myself and Max on here pretty much every time, right? I guess. Yeah, I might yeah. miss next week because I'm invited to like five Halloween parties, and if I don't Dude, go to at least two, I'm like, promoted. <laughs> I know, I'm right? Kidding. And I'm, I'm immediately like, can I, can I take a vacation now that I'm promoted? I'm you know, be that it, guy. it is Halloween next weekend. That makes sense. I get that. Um, there's yeah. a lot of Halloween parties out there, so. Yeah. Um, that's fine. Uh, but, uh, we'll be here next weekend either way, Evan and I, and then I'll see who else is around. Um, Sean, thanks for joining us, man. I appreciate it. Anytime, anytime. Very cool, man. Very cool. Okay, guys. Uh, what what episode is this, Evan? Oh, God. I don't even remember. Oh, <laughs> man. Everybody's all over the place. I never keep track of it until after the fact. It's <laughs> got to be 26. 
27, 28. If you're a, if you're a member on Patreon, um, it'll go up right away, right, Evan? Like, yeah, it'll yeah, be up, like, should the next be up couple minutes. very soon. Even if you're on the Discord, the link will just be there for you. And then you yeah, it should be up tomorrow. Yes, we're on the Discord. It's a dollar. You jump in the Discord. Uh, we, Evan, you do that be, that way to bar any trolls or anything that pop in there, right? Yeah, we're trying cool. to keep trolls to a minimum. Very good. Okay, good. All right, cool. <laughs> Thanks, guys, uh, for tuning in. We'll see you next Saturday night.